Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast, where we pick clean the yellowing bones of 80s horror movies. This is your host, Stephanie. A strange and brutal world of men who are only half men. Don't play coy with me, dude, so you don't have anything I'd be interested in anyway. And women who are more than all women. I told you I was going to cut it off and try to pull that shit on me. And joining me, as usual, are Jesse. Freeze, Maggot Brainer, your balls are history. We got a sweaty palm here, and that's a sweaty palm, and we got a sweaty Stiglitz, and we got a sweaty Scroots. Melissa. Has it ever occurred to you that part of being a parent is trying to kill your kids? Are you eating it, or is it eating you? And Jonathan. This is Radio Freedom. Every day... More and more of us are being sent to the camps. More and more of us disappear or die. The government calls us traitors or deviants because we oppose its ideology. And then it tries to wipe us out because we believe that we have the right to be ourselves. Then it justifies its policies by talking of a work ethic community obedience, social conformity. But what it's really saying is accept slavery or die. What's going on here, World War Three? Yeah, why are you using the full name? <laughs> I, I, I got switch it up sometimes. All I thought was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> JTT! <laughs> on today's episode, we will, we will be making a pit stop at the Coffin of Curiosities, followed by our feature presentation, the Stuff from 1985, which is a listener pick. But first, we are stopping by the sleazy speakeasy. But I need a password. Correct password. Who's going to let us in? John! John! I, I think it's all on your shoulders today, Jonathan. All right, I, all right. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. The white stuff. I am oh coming! Oh my god! Oh my god! I am coming! <laughs> is, is that kind of white stuff? It's, it wins! It wins! I told you it would! Come <laughs> in! Later! A little slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> you slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. Before we get into it, uh, I actually had in my hand when I was uh, when I was tape head hunting. I had in my hand all like four. VHS tapes, New Kids on the Block. And I had to decide at that moment, Jessup, do you buy <laughs> oh, these man. for that special someone? Because it's not me, but do I buy it for someone <laughs> out there that wants these? Who wants them? And when I looked down, it was like, at the same time, I looked down, there were three records, New Kids on the Block. Someone in the world wanted all those items, mm-hmm. and I could have fucking blew their mind, but I just was like, put them back, walk but away. did they have the cartoon? 
Nah, there was no cartoon. Oh, I remember that Damn. vaguely. It was like the right stuff and what what, it, I don't remember any of their songs. Uh, hang tough. Oh, hanging tough. Ha- hanging tough. Hanging uh, tough. Some other bullshit. I don't know. I, yeah, I had no desire, but I was, I was like, <laughs> that's when I felt the tape head syndrome really start to sink into me because oh, no. I was like, I'm about to buy something I have no interest in having. I was like, Jeff, put put it down, walk away, and I like put the VHSs down, and I had to punch my hand to like release <laughs> oh the grip. It was from like the it. Evil Dead yeah. Ash hand, <laughs> and I like I ran out of goodwill. Like I ran the fuck. I knocked over like a freaking like thing that was holding like uh, shirts on it. And everybody was like looking at me like, what's the matter? what was the matter with that guy? <laughs> oh my god. What was the matter with him? There's a big scene. Yeah. That's it. You always call scenes. I know. We'll get into that in a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so only one of us are actually uh, in dr- uh, drinking any alcoholic beverages today. So, Melissa, what are you drinking? She's drinking that Italian urines. It is the limited release. Dark Horse Rosé from California, 2015. It has gears to dark horses everywhere. Our California limited release rosé was a refreshing dry style that explodes with flavors of fresh red fruit, subtle minerality, and a hint of floral, all racing toward a bright, crisp finish. Place your bet. Next episode, we really gotta like up our drinking game for this because like, whoa, it's been like, mm, I don't care if I'm vomiting like from a migraine. I'm gonna have like four different bottles of alcohol here. It's Mm -hmm. been like lame city lately. It's been lame city, yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, the fall beverages are upon us. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of pumpkin beers flowing soon. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah, pumpkin. Give me that pumpkin wheat, John. So that shit's gonna be coming. Uh, It's still, I mean, today. It's a little early because it's it's, uh, 100 degrees outside. Fucking Mm -hmm. disgusting. Yeah, it's really really hot out today. But we're in. This is nice, cool basement, so that's helpful. What do you want to? Um, what do you want to get started with chatting here? We have a couple things to talk about. Um, uh, we, we we took a week off, so yeah, oh. yeah we did. We took a week off for Steph's birthday. For my birthday. Yeah. And yeah. what do we do? What do we do? Um, many, yeah, so many a thing. It was like um, an awesome day of surprises. Full of um, lies. It was, it was, <laughs> it my, was. Whole, my whole life was lies that day. <laughs> there were a lot um, of lies. Uh, first off, your birthday me. was like what on a Thursday? On a Thursday, and then we. The following Saturday, so two days later Saturday, I thought we were recording an episode of the podcast. How angry were you? However, no, I was so confused. I no, wasn't. But, how angry were you that your husband had done nothing for you? Oh, no, I wasn't uh, angry. up to that. Lies. I wasn't angry. <laughs> I was disappointed because yeah. my birthday came and he was like, oh, I didn't get any of your presents. I didn't get your present yet. Can we wait till Sunday? And I was like, okay. She was throwing shade at me <laughs> all week. Was like, It was just like subtle hints of like, Hate was That's getting not true. Steph. Don't even try to front, man. That's true. <laughs> like it was just like, oh my god, the, the tension, the tension in the apartment. The with tension the cats. was so thick, and like everything was like. Anytime she like washed a dish, she would like put it down, and it would shatter. <laughs> and I was like, "What's the matter?" And she's like, "Nothing. It's fine." <laughs> and then I went to the bathroom, and she was like scrubbing the toilet, and I was like, "It's clean, Steph." She's like, "It's not clean enough." <laughs> <laughs> like she was crying into the bowl. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, and I was like, I was like, what's the matter? She's like, it's the onions. And I was like, but you're cleaning the toilet. <laughs> but we were or- uh, behind the scenes. We were orchestrating this for like a while, right? It was like a month and a half. Yeah, there was some yeah, stuff true. going on yeah. behind the scenes. We got, yeah. So yeah. right. So I, we, I, we got, I got ready. We left. I thought we were going to record the podcast. Um, he had me drive, and he, oh, okay, mid ride, he, he was like, oh, I just got a text from my boss. I have to stop by my work, and I was like, okay, because I'm gullible and I fucking believe everything. <laughs> I wasn't like, it's weird that a Saturday he has to go to his work to sign a page, 
I don't know. It's meanwhile, time, time card. Meanwhile, Melissa, the entire time's like, Jesse, she knows. She knows. All right, Jesse. I had no Jessie. idea. I had no idea. So then, he, so yeah, he's, so he's just directing me to some place I've never been. And we like are turning into a strip mall. And I was like, so I'm like, where's your work at? He's like, oh, it's in the back. You can't see it. I didn't anticipate us to get stuck at a fucking red light. And this, like, mm-hmm. in the shopping center it was in, there was nothing that looked like a, it's a facility I would no, work at. I, and I was looking around, too, like, why could we be here? And I I never, we never yeah. even discussed doing an see, escape the room yeah. thing. So I didn't even yeah. think that's what we were doing. So then we get out. And Jesse's like, oh, park right here next to John's car. I didn't know it was your car. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, so confused. And, oh like, I just had no idea. So then I get I get out of the car and John is wearing a wizard cape like from Harry Potter and it's a robe well, it's a whatever robe. a robe I'm sorry and then so disappointing <laughs> and then, yeah, then you, you handed me my gift and then we like walked oh my god so this is funny like I didn't really think about this until after the fact because like to me like when we got there and you hand, and she saw you and you handed her like the the present I thought she was on board with what everything that was going on but really in Steph's perspective <laughs> she still had like I didn't really think about it until after the fact she still had no idea what the fuck was going on yeah. yeah she had no idea no guys I had no idea okay I realized once we walked in the front door that we were doing an escape the room but I still didn't understand like it was Harry Potter themed until we were in the actual room and I was like this is all Harry Potter stuff mm-hmm. and then that's how I found out Steph's like, am I here yeah. for a Harry Potter-themed gangbang? <laughs> I don't understand what this is. If so, yes. <laughs> there are hidden cameras here, yeah. here, here, and a taint shot here. Um, yeah, it was awesome. There were six of us, and we did the Escape the Room, and it was, like, the most fun. At first, I've was i didn't, I've never done it before, and I didn't really know much yeah, about it. For those it, so of you was... who aren't familiar with Escape the Room, it's, like, basically, like, uh, this thing where you're put in a room, and you have to simply escape the room in un- under... You have to escape it in an hour. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's like clues everywhere, and yeah. like you have to like there's figure like out ten puzzles. different locked things. Yeah, so you have to do a cipher, but it's all themed Harry right. Potter. But you and it wouldn't was... have to actually watch Harry Potter, read any of the books no. to be no. able to get no. out. No, there's three different rooms. So you start in one room. You have to uh, like uh, figure out how to open up these boxes through clues to open up the actual to get the key to open the door to unlock more boxes and things to get to open up the other door to be able to escape. Yeah, yeah they were really inventive. They had like a UV black light yeah. for yeah. stuff. It was and, pretty like, hidden compartments. It was and, pretty intense. Yeah, it was I, intense because we were stuck in that first room for so long, and I was just like, we're on a miserable. We got clues. Boy so you did ten clues, and yeah. we were like, all right, and it ended up being the pipes on the wall were the first combination. I don't think we would have gotten we that. We would never have gotten asked, that. Because that shit was like, I wasn't even looking at that I've as a no, potential. Yeah. That was what, Great Escape Delaware that we did that at? Yeah. yeah. They're supposed to have a Walking Dead themed room that's mm-hmm. opening up in like a month. They yeah. had a Star Wars one. Star Wars. Yeah. And, and I forget the other da Vinci Code. one. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, I think they were changing out. But yeah. I That was really fun, yeah. actually. I'm, I didn't know what to anticipate, but it was a lot of fun. It was so fun. Yeah. It and was we, basically like um, Legends of the Hidden Temple, but for yeah. adults. Yeah, and you find out real quick in your group makeup who's really on board with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like everybody was like pretty helpful with. Yeah, group. I think yeah. we all were trying. Yeah, yeah. I know. actually, I, I talked to friends after the fact, and they said they're they've been in groups before where like nobody talks to each other, nobody passes on hints to oh, each other. Oh, we were like talking like, to each yeah. other, working yeah. together. I felt the like whole the dynamic time. was good because nobody was stepping on each other's toes, and mm-hmm. everybody had a role. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was um, fun, and we we succeeded, yeah. and we got out of the room with like ten minutes mm-hmm. to spare. It and was we, a team and building f- activity, yeah. and a few and a few little hints. It's left, actually a so. good team building activity. Yeah, it, it was like bullshit. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a really really good time. Yep. So then after that, it was uh, a surprise dinner, and then after that, it was um, a surprise at a bar called 1984 Arcade. Yeah, and then a bunch of people met up, and we played arcades and drank beer. It was good. And it was awesome. And then what do we do the next day, me and you? 
Oh, yeah. So we... Turn around. <laughs> Damn, it's going to be stuck in my head now. <laughs> yeah, so we saw um, Never Running Story at uh, Nishamini Movie Theater, and... Um, it was the fucking best. Yeah, it's cool. Do you it run any really people great. you knew? Uh, no. However, we do have a story to tell. Yeah, two stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, is Jesse a godless heathen again? Two separate incidents. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the story off. I just want to talk about the the, the lady first. Yeah. Yeah, our sure. first encounter with lady. They so can tell both of them. Um, we got so we, we we got our tickets online and we just like printed them out at the kiosk, whatever. So we were going right in, and the guy with the kid was like looking at our tickets, and this like older woman comes up and she just starts bitching mm-hmm. about how why is there only one person working at the box office? Because it was a Sunday night. It was a Sunday night First of, of Labor all, Day weekend. Let me right. explain something to people who don't understand how Labor Day weekend works for businesses. It is a weekend that is staffed minimally in this area mm-hmm. because everybody goes to the shore. Yeah. That is, and yeah. for some reason, people don't seem to grasp that every year. This, like, I go, you know, when you go out, you're going to have busy spells throughout the day because they are minimally staffed. But for the most part, it's dead It's dead in this area because everybody's at the shore. Right. People yeah. don't understand that's so when they go in and they see a line. They're like, oh, my God, there's a fucking line. I got to wait five minutes. Yeah, it and wasn't this, even that crazy this of a line. This lady literally walked in, saw the line. She didn't even wait because when she was walking in, we were walking in. But we printed out our tickets. We already paid for them. We just had to print them out. So we went and we printed them out. She walked immediately to the, like, to the, uh, what's his name? The guy who- The ticket taker guy. The ticket taker guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, he, and she started complaining and I was like, wow, what a yeah. fucking bitch So that was our is. first, and, and like we walked away and we were like, wow, she's like a bitch. Like that was we, the first, yeah, our first encounter. Because we were going her. to hand the guy our tickets and she's like, excuse me. I got a queef on this guy. <laughs> yeah. I got to queef my complaint all over his fucking face. So then we go in and we like got some candy and stuff, but the movie, we still had like 15 minutes before the movie even like op- the doors opened or whatever. So yeah. we were like sitting in like the main like hallway area, like yeah. waiting. Mm-hmm. And then, and we were, okay, we were sitting on a little bench and Jesse had his arm around me and we Ador- were talking. We're, adorbs adorable. couple. Yeah. Adorbs adorable. couple. Like <laughs> picture perfect, like Walmart, like picture. Uh, yeah. I don't know why Walmart, but why something Walmart? you'd see in a frame at Walmart for sale. <laughs> like came, came our portraits. Yes. Okay, okay, go ahead. So you tell the rest of the story. So we're sitting there, whatever. Like uh, I'm macking the shit out of stuff. Like we're just like talking, have a conversation. Adorable couple, like adorable. If you were looking at us, you'd be like those two adorbs. adorbs. Anyway, <laughs> she walks by, and I was like, and I looked at, I kind of looked at her, and Steph looked at her, but we didn't look at her like in a negative way. We just kind of looked up and glanced at her. She looked at Steph in the most like disgusted face I've ever seen and kind of like what did she do she, sh- she shook her head she shook her us. head and rolled her eyes yeah. at Steph like this oh, man. like this yeah. <laughs> it started like shaking her head and me and Steph started cracking up laughing I don't know if she thought like Steph was she was like look at that fucking boy haircut on that bitch <laughs> or like look at those homosexuals I hope you have fun oh my stroking God. each other off later <laughs> and sucking dick I don't know what the hell she was thinking I thought she was like I mean we both were like we, our, our tattoos were visible I don't know I thought maybe that was it or that we were touching each other, like we were just sitting next to each other with your arm around me. It wasn't like inappropriate. Oh so my I don't. God. Or she I was like know. offended by your like uh, Harry Potter shirt. Maybe I she's like, I Harry don't Potter even shirt. like that. That's a terrible franchise, Harry Harry Cooter. <laughs> I don't like that. It's terrible. I don't know why she was, but she was. Oh, we were laughing about it. Like, we so were much, cracking though. up laughing because she yeah. was so pissed. Was it the same chick from the Froyo yeah, place? No, yeah, it might have been her. <laughs> and I just said like really, I said like really loud. She was walking. Away, I was like, you miserable bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and then, well, what was I going to say? Oh, shit, I forgot. About her? Oh, oh the hell, like, I, it immediately transported me back to, like, being, like, a like a 15-year-old. With your Doc Martens. One with my Doc Martens and my shaved head when people would give me that look. And I was like, I'm like, I just went back 20 years of my life. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that look though because you're like just soak it in, yeah. soak it in. It was so funny. You miserable piece it of w- shit. It was like funny because I was like, I was like, this is like two times in like yeah. a span of a year yeah. that like I was attacked by because my vest, <laughs> and now I'm wearing my vest again, but I'm with Steph. But for all uh, purposes, I mean, Steph has a lot of like visible tattoos, but like aside from that, she's pretty like average, like normal looking girl, you yeah. know. And I mean, I wasn't dressed like a slut. Okay, I didn't like have, I mean, like, like you had half half your head shaved. Maybe yeah. she like took offense to that. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Whatever. But whatever. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, man, she was pissed. Yeah. So then we get in the movie theater, whatever, and the movie starts, and it's what was it called? Like Fathom. Oh, it's like an, a Fathom events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, right. So they do like these movie re-releases, but like it's really cool. I never saw one of these before, but like before the movie actually starts, they have these really cool like behind the scenes things. Now, if you're like, like a, a making of, yeah, yeah. they're trying to like pad yeah. it out with stuff. Yeah. But they do, but like these things are really well done. Like I, I never saw any of them, but uh, the. The thing that they played before Neverending Story was awesome. All this, like, how long was it? Like a half hour. It was an hour. like a half hour, and there were it was like they they were talking to the director. Um, so and he was like talking about like his experience directing the movie, and then what it was like building the sets and the like the puppets, like crazy. Like Falcor is like thirty four feet long, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So it was we were really interested in it, yes. and a whole bunch of people came. It was pretty empty in there, you know? It was maybe like, maybe by the end of it, like 20 people or something. I don't know. A bunch of people came and they were like, Nobody like wanted to, no one wanted to get consumed by the swamps of sadness. No. <laughs> there was like, like, um, I don't know, like what, five, five or six people who came and sat next, like near us. And they were like some teenagers, I guess. Um, and then their father sat in front of them. Yeah. And they were talking. They were fucking talking from the time they sat down, like through the whole like that little documentary part of it. Yeah, they were talking. They all had their phones out, yeah. but they weren't even just like talking, like whispering. No, they it was were, loud. They were talking, and they, there was these two people sitting in front of us, and they were like older than me and stuff, probably like in their mid forties, mid forties, something like that. And the guy in front of us kept shushing them and shushing them and shushing them. And I wasn't saying anything. I was just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Finally, the guy in front of us shushed them another time, really loud. And the dad did the kids got pissed at the guy for shushing him and said alright that's enough of that okay no the movie hasn't even started yet and like my mind just like Jesse snapped oh man (laughs) my mind snapped oh my god I was like overdrive time to kill and I was like you know you know what I was like that is annoying as shit I was like I, I was like we all paid money to come and see this movie and all I've heard the whole time since you guys sat down is like chatter 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 I was like, people are trying to watch this movie. He's like, you know what? I paid money for this too, and I'm here with my kids, and the movie hasn't even started yet. And then his son starts talking to me. Yeah. And his son's like, yeah, you'll see all this in the movie anyway. I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna have a brain aneurysm yeah. right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> man, so mad. Because once his kids started talking, like if I was a if I was a kid and I talked like that to a stranger, my parents would whoop oh, my yeah, ass, yeah. dude. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Don't even take it to the next level because it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get bad. Yeah. So but, so that was not I, like it was over. I I patted his arm. I tried to calm him down a little bit. I was like, I just said something. Oh, man. Like, I just said something. You were like, alarm. whatever. I was, so fucking. I was like, whatever, yeah. man. I was like, okay. Because yeah. in my mind, I was just like, I was like, you just you just proved to me why your kids are assholes. Because, oh yeah. Because yep. you're yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Like setting a great example for your kids. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Good job. So yeah. then we just got to listen. Had to, had to listen to those fucking assholes the rest of the beginning. But then they did job when yeah. they started. And the movie and they were quiet for the whole movie and then the movie was over and we got up to leave and the fucking meathead apologized to Jesse <laughs> yeah as I was like as we were going to leave yeah. Yeah. Cam, the camp like I'm really sorry about that man really 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 sorry about that yeah it was so weird and we were like okay and I was like whatever I had the front in front of my kids yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so mad so oh kept... the dad yeah the yeah. dad yeah. the dad meathead he was the meathead he, oh he was the meathead he was yeah. like a typical like uh Ford F one fifty. Oh no! Yeah. Type of dude, like. Northeast Philly meathead. Oh boy. 
So, but the movie was amazing, and let me tell you, I had tears in my eyes. I had tears in my eyes. I had tears I in my dude. eyes <laughs> when Artex fucking died. Well, it's like Melissa. <laughs> Melissa said that her and Alex watched it. She's like, that shit's depressing as hell. And I was yeah. like, dude, it is depressing as hell. Yeah. That's why like all of the '80s kids are but, fucking yeah. so depressed and on it's, like the music, antidepressive like the soundtrack medicine. to that is so amazing oh, because every time it would the, mu- the music would kick in, it was dun, just like dun, ah, dun, I loved it. Dun, 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 dun. It was great. I really enjoyed it. And then that's what little Jessica was doing. On his like VHS tapes all lined up, he had like a fake synthesizer. Moon child. Yeah, and then I never understood on my on my shitty VHS tape when I was a kid. This is what it sounded like. Okay. But seriously, clear as day in the theater, Moonchild. Sure. Wow. Clear as day. Yeah, Chris, I never knew. Crystal clear. This is what it sounds like in the movie theater. Moonchild. <laughs> <laughs> me and Steph looked at oh each other. Me and Steph looked at each other and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I was like, they went back I was and like, redubbed this bullshit. <laughs> they went back. This is digitally remastered. Yeah, I was like, this is like a fucking Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like uh, George, no. this is a George, George, George Lucas. This is a George Lucas right. con job. Adding Jar Jar everywhere. I was like, yeah. they went back in there, they wiped it out, and they put yeah. somebody's saying. And they recredited somebody else with it. It's just, but that like fucks with me even more because my whole life I was like, what is he saying? No one knows what the fuck he saw because no one saw it in theater. Oh my God. Did you guys? No. I no. saw it on VHS. It did, yeah. it did, it did kind of sound like not like Sebastian's voice it did sound like a 40 year old man saying Moonchild <laughs> and it was like and it, did, it, it was the same guy that does the wolf <laughs> oh my god it was totally it was totally out of place I love I love the guy I love um, whoever does Deep Roy's voice oh yeah because it's not Deep <laughs> no. Roy Deep Roy is the guy uh, is the actor who does who, ri- the, who rides the racing snail who, who rides the racing uh, snail oh yeah I am his voice is not like Oh, it's a racing snail! <laughs> like that's not his voice. Like yeah. I want to know who the guy is that did his voice. Okay, first of all, let's just talk about how amazing the name Deep Roy is oh my because God. it's amazing. It's a porn star's it name. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I did not know his name. Thank where, you. Yeah, Deep where, Roy and the yeah. Five Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Hold on, real quick though, before we get out of off and everything story. Mm. I think I mentioned it on a previous episode, though. The scene when he's going through the Southern Oracle with the tits. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, oh my God. God. The Those tits, nips. dude. They have one of nips Little on them. Jess up, like, because I couldn't get, <laughs> before I could get the porn, it was just like, never ending story. And I would be like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I pause it. Like looking at that, oh my god, it was the best. Yeah. Like a step below National Geographic yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would take that, man, because it's like they're huge. <laughs> they were, they were huge. Huge. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna make that pit stop at the coffin of curiosities. Ooh, 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 ooh. Open it up. Open it up! We have such sights to show you. Alright guys, well I'm going to start us off. Um, And since we did talk about my birthday, um, I thought that I would talk about a few of the gifts that uh, Jesse got me and um, talk about the artists behind those gifts. So first, and uh, any of you who uh, follow us on uh, Instagram or Facebook or Tumblr, whoever you are, um, you probably have seen a picture of this, but uh, Jesse had um, some art commissioned for me. Um, The artist is the Scaredy Cat, 
on Instagram. Um, the, the artwork is so amazing. It's from the movie The Thing, um, which we recently covered. And um, the, it's, the actors are replaced by, with my cats, um, Ollie as McCready and Bronson, a.k.a. Deadface, um, as the spider head creature. <laughs> yeah. Back when we were at our apartment, you would hear uh, Deadface was typically on mm-hmm. Melissa's lap a lot. Yeah. You would hear her say, or Deadface. Biting John. Or biting yeah. me. Goddamn <laughs> Deadface. Goddamn it. my little lap slut kitty. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the artwork's amazing. And um, so he did the, the actual, like, drawing. And then a friend of his did the color, um, Tyrant O'Neill, also on Instagram. Um, and it's, it's, it's so great. And then Jesse had it uh, printed on... Was it canvas? Stretch canvas? Stretch canvas, yeah. Um, and it's mounted and it's hanging above my bed and like I could not be oh happier. Oh my God. It's great. It's so great. So yeah, Every time Jack- you look at it, you're just like, I'm coming! Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> when she gets on the bed, she's like, mm, mm, mm. look at my painting. She lays down, mm, 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 Stop, you're getting our listeners all excited. <laughs> Stop that. Yeah, so it's really great. So check out the Scaredy Cat. Um, he He's awesome. He does a lot of his artwork um, is actually featuring his own cat, who is a smush face. Uh, so check that out. He is a cat lover, so I love him. Um, I want to say Dave uh, is really, really, really cool dude. Uh, I've, I've reached out to him, uh, and it really wasn't... He didn't really have a lot of time to put this together for your birthday for me. I, I kind of um, explained... Uh, he had some time, but not a lot of time to do something like this for you uh, with the color and everything that I wanted. And he really put it together in a quick amount of time for me. Because I wanted to have it printed as well, and um, he really just knocked it out of the park. Uh, every everything he, I gave him like pictures of the cats. He yeah. really wanted like detailed pictures of their coloring and everything. Dude is legit serious about it. Um, go on his Instagram, look at all his other work. He's done like uh, Back to the Future mashups uh, with like his his cat. Um, they live uh, mashup, amazing. Uh, he's he's done a RoboCop one mashup with a cat. So good. I think the guy, uh, if he keeps up with his like cat mashup stuff, he's gonna like blow up. People will love it. I think yeah. he's, he he needs a lot more recognition, but I think his stuff is really just like well, it, it's just it's super unique. Um, his style is very unique. It's like you see a lot of people that do art, but when you look at his style, you know it's his stuff. It's really really good. He's a really really cool dude. Um, he's from New Jersey. Um, where is he going to be at stuff? I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh, know, I didn't uh, the Punk yet. Rock Flea Market in Trenton. Trenton he's going to yeah. be there. He's going to have a table. And he's funny as hell um, because when you, uh, if you ever have a chance to meet him in person, uh, he looks like uh, Char- not Charles Bronson, the star from uh, the, all the action movies, but Charles Bronson. The- oh, the famous inmate from England. Yes, because he's like buff. And uh, has like uh, you know he like, like a little mustache. He's got like a, well, like I mean I don't know if he does now, but he's like fa- like facial hair and stuff like that. So, but he draws pictures of like cats all the time. So it's 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 funny like that, you know. Um, you, you know, yeah. it's. It, and you, he he um he's uh, open for commissions. So you know, if you guys oh want yeah, some, throw him some, some, cat, business, some cat art. And he's very, I mean, very very reasonable dude. And I would say if you're thinking about getting something done by him, check out the piece he did for us. Super super reasonable at worth 100% and if you're thinking about getting something done get it done yeah. now because God knows if this guy catches on well you know yeah. I mean the business model of internet plus cats equals money exactly. so I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah. he's that's gonna a, be and that's exactly yeah. what I would up. would that, he do a doodles 
I don't know if he does dogs, um, but I, I mean, he's he, it's very cat-like. He is very innocent. He is like the cat of a uh, dog. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm he sure he, he has the ability to draw anything. Yeah. He, he's a very good artist. But like, it, seriously, when I opened it, I had I had tears in my eyes because I could not believe how fucking amazing it is. Yeah, he had to sit on that for a while because like I think he was waiting for like he finished it and then we had to wait like two weeks or something for it to get back from the printer and he's like, "Can I share it yet? Did she? Did it come yet? Did it come yet? Did you give it to her yet?" Did you get to your head? Because he was like, he, uh, he was just as excited for, to, for me, for you to get it as I was to give it to you. That's awesome. Yeah, so. it's it's amazing. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much, thank man. You, thank you so much. You made my made my whole year. Yeah, me too. I get to look at that thing, so it was just as much. A, it was a, just as much a gift <laughs> to myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the next um, artist I wanted to mention is Mab Graves, um, and you can find her on Instagram, Mab Graves. Um, she's a pop surrealist painter. She also has uh, an Etsy shop. Um, so I found her actually through Sophie Reapdress. So thank you, Sophie. Um, you shared some of her art, and I just thought it was like just really different and um, cool and like creepy and adorable all at the same time. Um, and then I saw her, and I was like, yep, she's adorable, and she looks like her art. <laughs> it's like, that sounds weird. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, so the one thing in particular I really liked was um, this like limited edition plate that she was putting out and um, uh, called like just one bite and it was like a, it's like a little girl and she's holding like a mac it's holding a macaron in that one yeah macaron because she came up with a new one too and then uh, and there's a, and then around it on the outside of the border of the plate are these like like vegetables and fruits and stuff and like each one has a bite taken out of it and they're all making like these really like angry or they're, sad they're faces they're pissed off because they're about to get yeah, eaten yeah because she's like taking a bite out of everybody and she's like adorable and I just thought it was so cool and I just showed it to Jesse in passing and I didn't think anything of it well he fucking went and ordered it. It gets so. locked in the vault, bro. <laughs> that's that's the hallmark of a good gift giver. Yeah. So I was so shocked when I opened it up. Every I time she it. shows me something, I don't make a big deal of it, but it goes right yep. in the brain and it goes yep. locked away. So, and she just released, um, because that, I guess that plate did so well and she sold out like immediately, mm-hmm. um, she just released a second plate and this one is, it's similar, but it's called Batgirl Bite. And so like the girl, little girl in the middle has like a, like a little bat thing on her head. I don't know, with ears, bat ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing. And she's like, taking a bite out of something and there's all these little you know fruits and stuff with bites taken out of them and it's really awesome and i wish i would collect them all if i could they remind i mean and they're made out of like melamine is that what it is which i guess when we were children those plastic plates that we used to get oh, that's what it is the ones yeah. that scratch Amazing. so they're affordable to buy yeah. like the uh, one with like the little rabbits on it I think, oh okay yeah, i, I, I knew about. no matter what when um the when it was released i was gonna buy it for steph no matter what the cost because she like was in love with it but I was actually very surprised that it wasn't like crazy expensive when I bought it for you. I believe it was only like forty or fifty dollars. Yeah, I think it was like forty-five dollars. And or it's like that. actually very well packaged. It comes in this really like cool, nice box, thick yeah. box. And I was like, this is like almost absurdly like very well priced for what it is. I understand it's just like a plastic plate, but the way the packaging it comes in, and everything, very yeah. very good price. Yeah, for it's really it awesome. I just have to figure out now how I'm going to considering gonna it, I guess. considering yeah. that they're not overly mass produced yeah. you know so yeah. I can't imagine she's making it like it's a, probably a passion project she's probably not making a ton of money yeah. off of it at mm-hmm. all um, but yeah so check her out and like I said she's on Instagram and she has an Etsy shop and on, on her Etsy shop she's like a ton of prints um, and she also started doing I guess um, needle felting and she has like on her you can look on her Instagram and did you say it. needle smelting needle <laughs> needle oh, felting no. um, she has like this thing called a dino kitty remember I showed oh, you oh my god it dude. has like a cat head Those it's like a things. T-Rex or something I was like that's the best thing they're I've ever awesome, seen before. They're awesome, but they're like creepy. I, yeah, I love them. So yeah, check her out. Mab Graves. 
Next, I wanted to mention the Creeping Museum, which I found on uh, Instagram. And that was the Creeping Museum, because I know I don't always enunciate. Um, so I just have a little bit of information to tell you about the, these guys. What is it called? Chop, these, chop, these ladies. Chopping Mall, right? Chopping Mall. Okay. Um, so the Creeping Museum was born in North Portland Laundromat in the spring of 2016. And it's a nonprofit creative vision of labor and love of two friends trying to save the world with art. Oh, let's see. Were they just like shooting the shit in the laundromat? Like, girl, <laughs> girl, me and you, we gonna, we're going to do big things, girl. And this, oh, hold on, are your panties clean? So um, how it works, just a little background on how it works. Um, so it's a nonprofit uh, operated by a volunteer staff of two. Um, they work with uh, participating artists to produce collectible enamel pins. Enamel pins, guys. Um, Shorties worldwide, enamel pins. <laughs> Hashtag soft enamel. Hashtag pinheads. Hashtag hard enamel. Hashtag pin game strong. To support the charitable cause of the artist's choice. The artist donates the appropriate permission to use their illustration for the purposes of producing a pin, and the Creeping Museum is responsible for the manufacture and promotion of the pin, as well as order fulfillment. Uh, net proceeds from the pin sales are donated to the nonprofit organization selected by the artist. So it's awesome. Um, and the two creeps, that's how they are introduced on here, the creeps, uh, Alyssa Glass, and she's on Instagram, at Chalet Pancakes, which I love that name, um, and Layla Sullivan, and she's at, her. I'm going to fuck this up because I'm pretty sure it's Latin, um, Hercum Vel- Velodum, I don't know, whatever. Um, so there's, there's that foreign language thing again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're on, they're on Instagram. You can check them out um, and check out the creeping museum and i just wanted to mention so they have a few pins um that i really like they have uh, monsters club uh in ghostly glow in the dark or in the classic monster green and they're only eight dollars each um they're really cool what's the one with uh, my favorite the ghost one. coming out of the yeah uh, my favorite one is called ghost of taxidermy's past Ooh, that's the one i like yeah and it's a bat that's flying up out of a broken bell jar he's, he's from bugging out of it right yeah it's really awesome and that one is ten dollars um and that one I think I'll need to be ordering to add to my collection yeah, of enamel order. pins. Oh, you should fucking do it, man. You should totally fucking order because it's for a great cause. Why are you Aussie all of a sudden? I don't know. Mental. It's mental. It's mental. Yeah, so so check them out. Follow them at the Creeping Museum on Instagram. And then again, their site is uh, creepingmuseum.com. And there are two awesome ladies. The Creeping Museum. Ooh, it's so creepy in the laundromat cleaning my panties and pantaloonskis. I love pantaloons. That's a good word. Yeah, pantalones. Okay, and then I just have one more like quick little plug that I wanted to put in. Is it a butt um, plug? Before I no. You said put it in. So put it. Is it an eggplant vibrator? <laughs> um, so so um, it's a like a curiosity shop uh, that I found on Instagram. Actually, uh, it's called the Strange and Unusual. And they have two locations, and I guess the first location was in Pennsylvania, in Kingston, Pennsylvania, which I'm not, I don't really know where that is. Mm. But they just recently, well, I guess one year ago, they opened a second location in Philly. Come and, to us. Uh, Come to Philadelphia, yeah. where we embrace our friends. They are on 4th Street um, by South. Um, and they have some really awesome stuff. So they have like a variety. Like they have mm-hmm. clothing, they have antiques, they have taxidermy, they have novelties. Um, they have human skulls on their site. Oh, shit. For like $1,200. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. You and I were going to stop in there one day when we were at Philly we were, Thrift, but they were not open yeah, yet. Yeah, because it was a Sunday. They don't open till noon, and we were there at 11, and then we had to go and do some other stuff. And so. we were going to break in the front window and yeah. look around, but we were like, we probably shouldn't do that. Come back when they're open. Yeah. You so know? at some point, we're going to get over there. Yeah, we're always saying that. Um, but yeah, so they have some. They have a lot of like ta- awesome taxidermy. Um, 
The co-owner is, uh, you can find the co-owner on uh, Instagram, Clovenhoof. I don't know if you, maybe you guys know about her already. Um, she makes really cool taxidermy that I've been like admiring for a while. It's like little, and I, I know I've shown you this, Jess, like oh, the those ducks? little, the little mouse heads mm. that are like coming mm-hmm. out of like the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, like the, the mounted, the, the, the wall yeah, mounts. Yeah, yeah, re- and then like the ca- the mice will have like a little crown on their head or yeah. they'll have is wings. It, mm-hmm. Is it like cryptozoology? Is that what that is? It, it's not like that. It doesn't look. I don't oh. think it's meant to be like fake stuff. It's a squirrel, stuff. dude. A squirrel's not cryptozoology. Well, you're adding wings to things. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't look cheesy like that. It'll be like a mouse body. Well, some of them like, look really good. They don't no, have no, to. but it I mean, it's always that fake stuff. It's not like that museum you went to. We're like, no, no, no. <laughs> look at our Sasquatch. It's a man in no, a bag. No, but, I, I, but when you when you were saying that, but it makes me think of like the fake stuff, like the uh, that mer- mermaid thing. Yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about, like the fake. No, the, it's really cool. It's like it's it's really they're mounted really well. They're very tastefully done. Yeah, they're really cool. What Steph is saying is the Rat King from Teenage. Steph's trying to say is it's magical. It's artisanal taxidermy. It is. It's like it's like. It's magical and it's artisanal. Yikes. Yeah. I'm looking at this. Um, so, yeah. So, check them out. The Strange and Unusual. They have some awesome clothing. Um, they have, like, this tank top that I love that I probably will have to get that has uh, a cat skeleton Aww. on it. Yay, cats. They made um, a polydactyl <laughs> cat paw memoriam. Yeah. They have... Um, Oh yeah, that's her yeah. stuff right there. Uh, so yeah, she's local from Philly. From she's local from Philly. You'll find her around. Uh, so they have, like I said, bones. They have animal skulls. They have insects. Ooh, squirrel which hand I have to add some necklace. To my, my collection. Um, they have a lot of little ducklings, which I think I want to get some of those too. They have like a lot of uh, old vintage books. So yeah, so check them out. Just go, lot, go on a cool shopping things. spree, hon. I know. Oh I wish my I had, god! I wish tiny, I had all the monies. Little tiny squirrel heart. Oh. Say, my husband said it's on him. Yeah. Right, on your what? <laughs> on, on his visa. Oh, on your tab. On we'll his, open a tab. No, no, say it's on his visa. Yeah. So again, check them out. So they're uh, the strange and unusual. Mm-hmm. Two locations, like I said, Kingston and Philadelphia. Um, and then you can also check out Clovenhoof on Instagram. Excellent. See her awesome work. Lots of good stuff. Yep. We got lots of good stuff today, guys. Can I go now? You can, can, is it, it's my, oh my turn. God. It's my turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Yay! All oh, right. So. Uh, so let me preface this with like behind the scenes. What I've been doing is researching all the movies that we've been covering. And that's got me like really into how did this get, how did this piece of shit get made? How did it get made? How's it get made? So, uh, <laughs> uh, I go to this, uh, one website called blu-ray.com. Some, some people probably know of it. And, uh, they have this one thread on there called Stephen Thrower's Nightmare USA checklist. And I'm like, who is this dude? What's this all about? And it's a huge panel of movies. It's huge. Huge. That's when you put a Y huge. instead of huge. an H. And you're just like, yo, it's huge guy. And uh, apparently it's this book this guy wrote, and it's all the movies this guy mentioned in this book. So Nightmare USA is You by, could fucking murder somebody with that book. Yeah this, yeah, this book is huge. I have it in front of me here, and what would you say? It's like that's a what, foot by a foot? Yeah. 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 That's something like you go to, when you go to high school, and your teacher's like, I want you to read this book by the end of the week. And you're just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kill bitch. me now. All right, so full disclosure, I haven't finished this yet, so I'm like, I'm like, 200 pages into it and john also has that book covered in like a, a like a brown like a paper bag he's like i didn't want the, the front to get scraped up so i covered it in a brown blood bag just like in school <laughs> oh my god so Stephen thrower was just a um i looked up his wikipedia page he's just he was like a musician in the early 90s and he was really just a horror enthusiast and he wanted to kind of uh archive all of the independent movies that America put out during like the drive-in era from like 1970 to 1985, which he says is a period of time where like censorship was at an all-time low and people can kind of do whatever they wanted to do. And like, there was no 
real you know presence behind anything it was before they franchised the, the drive-in theaters so any little drive-in could could have any limited release of a of an independent movie mm-hmm. so he covers a lot of stuff in here but all of it's really good he went and interviewed a lot of the directors in all these films like um uh basket cases in here i haven't gotten to it yet but like any film like of that type of the budget was less than a hundred thousand dollars like mm-hmm. people did it in their spare time the cool thing is that you get like some of the back history of like a lot of these guys worked in nudies and pornos like in between the time that they were trying to like finance their movies themselves or like get the, the scratch to get the investors to make these movies yeah give me that scratch um so a lot of a lot of these guys he actually goes into some of the actual porno movies and stuff that he did and like tries to like critically analyze them and stuff it's really interesting because he talks like what what he's covering is I mean of the of the grain of basket case mm. so he's trying to like not talk necessarily like as a critic but like somebody who's self-aware of what exploit indie exploitation movies are and just the amount of like trivia and stuff I got in here alone like oh, I can imagine one dude um he uh put up his house to finance the movie and it fell through and he lost his oh, house man. doing Shit. it because uh, some of these people like they sat on movies for five six years waiting for somebody to go okay we'll distribute this and they edit it like five times and the movie is totally different than what it initially was um inside amy's in here that's the one exploitation movie oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i didn't know like he referred to it a bunch of times and i'm like what what is this movie because it's called the other the other name for this is swingers massacre and uh, <laughs> I like Inside yeah. Amy so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Inside Amy makes it sound like it's more art house than it is. Yeah. Swingers Massacre makes Swingers it sound like Swingers Massacre, grind, grind I imagine, house. would put a lot more uh, butts in the oh, in the yeah. Oh, yeah. Some oh, yeah. more tickets. Yeah. But he goes in the backstory, like, uh, I got through the Deadly Spawn chapter, and there was a fallout between the director. Oh, Deadly Spawn's so good. Um, and that was filmed in New Jersey. Um, he goes in, he, he interviews the director, he interviews any of the major um, actors in the films. He tries to go back and he tries to give it his perspective from when he initially saw it to now. Um, and then he's got a huge review section in the back. It's worth a read, um, especially if you're into this type of stuff in the podcast where we cover stuff that's really fucking obscure. Um, if you want to get into it, for me, it's it's really cool because this kind of rekindled my interest in stuff that really you may have never even saw on the VHF shelf because maybe it was just in a drive-in for a little bit and then mm-hmm. it just floated away. But because of this book, it kind of put a microscope on this segment of films from this decade and a half. And now you got guys like Code Red, Blue Underground, um, Grindhouse re-releasing, um, all these uh, Blu-ray distributors who took the, got the negatives for these films, got the got the rights to them, and put these out mm. so that people could enjoy them again instead of just remembering when they were in the drive-in. So it's Nightmare USA. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, eBay. Um, Barnes and Noble throws out forty percent off coupons all the time. I think the MSRP is like sixty bucks. I got this for forty. You can probably find it for cheaper than that if you really tried hard enough. And it's really worth it. And it's got pictures for people who like pictures. There's tons of illustrations <laughs> in this. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a great read. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, the cover looks really decent, mm-hmm. too. Decent. That's decent, bro. What about you, Melissa? You want to go? In keeping with Stephanie's birthday, I got her um, this wonderful Stranger Things uh, printed on like metallic paper. It's all the characters from Stranger Things as cats. And I got that from. Well, I found it on a BuzzFeed. They had. Well, of course, you of don't, course you don't I say. found it on a BuzzFeed. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was between that and a mornings are for coffee and contemplation oh, mug. That's also and good. I was like, and also the show me your 
your kitties mm. mug that we that I showed you. You also before. had that one that said mouth breather too, right? Yeah, there was a cross stitch that said mouth breather. That was mouth good breather. too. That was also amazing. So yeah, look up the BuzzFeed or I'll post it. These are all amazing, but that cat one is yeah, like the best. Yeah. But I got the cat one. Um, she also does, it's Kitty Cassandra is the name of the Etsy shop. And she also does, um, besides Stranger Things, Parks and Rec, um, Mad Max, Game of Thrones, Broad The Game Street of Thrones City. one? Yeah, that's oh my really God. good. It's amazing. The Joffrey cat. The Joffrey. It's him after he gets poisoned. And it's just this little blue cat in a box. <laughs> it's amazing. And she changes the name of them. So it's like Game of Sits. Yeah. I and, forget what the, the Stranger Things is. Mangier Things. Mangier Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, also Orphan Black, Jessica Jones. That, so she so does a couple something of for everybody. Yeah, it does magnets, a couple of other things besides just like the metallic prints. But yeah, that's uh, what I got Stephanie for her birthday. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, gr- it's pretty great. If you know Stephanie, yeah. she likes Stranger Things and oh, always cats. cats. If yep. you can never think of some, something to get Stephanie for her birthday, just fucking get something with cats. Mm-hmm. Oh, real quick. I just want to, since we're talking about cats, my cousin gave me for my birthday four crocheted cat butthole coasters. Yeah. Oh, those were those were amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. And I was just like, win. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. You know, you understand this woman. Yeah, that's all you got to do. All right, guys, I got um a couple things. Well, more than a couple. You always uh, have more than a couple. Well, but just because these are all um these are all Instagram buddies that I like to uh, give plugs out to. Uh, so I'm gonna go through them. Uh, we got Butcho Vision here. This guy, Butcho Vision. Holy shit, he's on uh, Instagram, Butcho Vision. Uh, his website is butchovision.com. This guy is like the drug cartel of collectibles. Like, uh, some people are content to put out like one pin at a time. This guy releases like fucking 10 pins at a time. A toy, some patches, stickers, keychains, shirts. And now he's doing, well, he's been doing them, but he's, he does like jewelry now, rings, and they're freaking amazing. I don't, I think, uh, I, I could be wrong. I believe he does tattoos. I don't know. He's involved in something because, uh, <laughs> he, he must be up all night just like mainlining like high fructose corn syrup and like free basin pixie sticks because he's just drawing constantly. He's doing awesome artwork. Uh, but right now he's got up for pre order, um, uh, Critter's Ring. And it's fucking it's awesome. It's amazing. It's so good. It's like the Critter's Head. Somebody pull it up. I want to see it right now. Yeah. Um, I'll pull it up. Butcho Vision. Um, he has like another. You can you can find all this at butchovision.com. But also he has another Instagram. Death Metal Death Metal's jewelry. The rings range from seventy five to one hundred and fifty dollars. Which I mean, you're getting a ring that's gonna last forever. I mean, you know, it's totally worth it. He's got other rings on there. Um, Leatherface, uh, Jason Voorhees, Nosferatu, um, Michael Myers. What does she like? Like smell in the back of your She's, head? Oh my god! Yeah, she's just pooping you with her <laughs> wet, like, nose. wet nose all over me. <laughs> Zelda smelling up on uh, on staff as usual. She's like, I love the the smell of a freshly shaved head and a tight fade. <laughs> I do have a tight. Well, it's growing out now. Yeah. Uh, he's got. I mean, if you go on his website, this guy is tons and tons of stuff. Uh, some of my favorite stuff, though, the Critter's Ring for sure. That's brand new. He's got um, a donut killer. It's Homer Simpson dressed up like Michael Myers. Oh, my God. And you can get it as, like, a vinyl figure. And then you can also get it as, like, a T-shirt, which he kind of did, like... um, A vinyl figure? Yeah. Does he have a 3D printer or something? I guess he uh, he got them made overseas or something. Yeah, just check it out. You can go on his thing and check it out. I mean, I don't wear jewelry, but that's... That almost makes me want to wear jewelry. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't wear jewelry either, and I was like, I want that. Like, I need. I don't just want that. I need that in my life. Wow. Uh, that has to be like he has to use a 3D sculptor or something like that for that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, 
the donut killer is yeah it's michael myers homer simpson and he, he makes um pins too the enamel pins he makes like little lego enamel pins but he makes all these like horror characters that are lego guys so he's got michael myers jason freddy leatherface hannibal the scream character sam from trick-or-treat beetlejuice shawn of the dead the, I, I, I'm telling you, just go on his freaking website. He's got tons and tons and tons. Of, you could just go broke looking at this guy's uh, website. Tons of stuff. Butchervision.com. Um, really cool guy. Uh, I've reached out to him, actually, because I've been looking at his stuff forever, and he said he's going to check out the podcast. Uh, told him I'd mention all his stuff on here. Uh, Butchervision. Really, really cool stuff. Waste a lot of your money there, <laughs> but uh, it's totally worth it. Um, next up, I have Gutter Shakes. Uh, Gutter Shakes is on Instagram. He's um, horror pop culture. Uh, you can find, go on his website, guttershakes.bigcartel.com. Uh, this guy uh, strictly does uh, pins, and he's also got some patches. Uh, I got my um, Creepshow Father's Day cake from him, they're, which they're currently sold out of, but the, the Creepshow pin, uh, Steph saw it. Really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Really. Really. Really nice, Clark. Um, but he, right now, he's got uh, ghoulish gourds, which are like these pumpkin enamel pins that are really cool. He's got them like, in variant colors. Uh, if you pull that up, Steph, you can show everybody there. They look really cool. Um, gutter shakes. Oh, that's awesome. Real parody. And he's got a metal maiden pin, which is like the metal robot from Metropolis. Uh, that's really cool. I'm on board with that. Excellent. Yeah, there's like an ear ear thingy. And I don't know what that's from, actually. What is that from, Melissa? The ear. What does that say? Uh, lop lobe. A lop lobe. It's like a cutoff ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got like this uh, cruel summer pin, which is like a, looks like a, a stir for a drink. But it's like a skeleton. That's chopping mall. Yeah, that's not his. <laughs> that's somebody else's. But I think they someone sent that to him. Is that Lunar Kripko or something that does that? No, that's not Lunar Kripko. We actually have that one. Uh, uh, Stephanie designed that. One of our um, listeners, uh, Stephanie Green Greenhall. Yeah. Uh, they have two new pins coming out. Uh, coming soon. He didn't give me a date on them, but they're coming soon. So check out Gutter Shakes. Maybe if you um, if you harass them enough, they'll do a Father's uh, Day um, cake pin uh, re-release because they should because that pin is phenomenal, guy. But apparently they have more stuff coming for Halloween. So uh, get on the ghoulish gourds before they're gone. They have ghoulish gourd um, patches as well, which are really cool. Mm-hmm. Will look really cool on a sweet heavy metal vest. So Like the three that you own? Yeah. I got three now. I'm working on third Z. Yep. Third heavy metal vest right in back of me. It's completely blank now. Steph's slacking on someone though. I'm going <laughs> to smack you in the face, girl. All right. Uh, number three, we got... What is... How would you say his last name? Clary stuff? Before I butcher it. Clary. Okay. Yeah, Charles Clary. Charles. Char- Charles. 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 I'm chocolate chip Charles Clary. Yeah. Chocolate chip Charles Clary. Uh... He's on Instagram, Charles Clary. That is Charles, last name, C-L-A-R-Y. And you can find his work at charlesclary.com. He is a hand-cut paper artist. Now, right now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Well, shit, Jessup, that's not art. I watched my half-retarded stepson stick ripped-up construction paper together with his feces all day. You didn't let me finish, you damn backwoods hillabelly. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. Continue. <laughs> what the hell's going on right now? Continue. Continue. Sometimes I think he doesn't even need us on the podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like Let, adding wow. like, living deliverance in here. So yeah. legend has it yes. that Charles walks into his local dollar store and proclaims, Stable Wench, direct me to your most inexpensive 
and equally tacky Halloween decor. Under her breath, the wench mumbles, Everything in here is a goddamn dollar and made by Oriental's asshole. Arriving back at his lair, with his spoils, he begins his work on plastic skulls, severed limbs, and vintage VHS covers. It is said at the stroke of midnight, if you listen closely, you can sometimes hear him laughing as he gives acrylic press-on nails to plastic feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, me being stupid. Um, so yeah, he is, uh, as you would say, a hand-cut paper artist. What is that? Uh, go on his uh, Instagram and check it out, Charles Clary. He is an amazing human being. Why? Um... Well, look at the stuff he's creating, first of all. And he went out of his way and just mailed us a freaking Tar Man uh, Return of the Living Dead. That thing, is, that thing is amazing. That you can open up. And I didn't bring in here to keep because simply because once we get like a proper space recorder, I'll put it, I'll bring it. But it's pretty, fra- it's not super fragile, but it's it's a work that, of art. I don't that, that thing is it amazing. Anywhere. It's all, it's awesome. And, and it was just like a dollar, like a dollar tree. Like plasticky skull that yeah. he repainted, put eyeballs in. He cut it in half and he makes like this sculpted layering, like paper art inside of it that he put a hinge on. You can open it up and it's really, really freaking cool. He mailed us that just just because. Because he's an awesome dude. Yeah, he likes to he lives he listens to the show. He liked it, and uh, he's mailing us a trioxin barrel as well. Which oh, we're, that's cool. Which we're nice. supposed to get on Tuesday. But check out his stuff. He just did a uh, Stranger Things uh, piece yes. that like blew up on um, Instagram and got like like sixty thousand likes. Jesus! And it was like a wall. He did the wall from Stranger Things yep. with the with the lights on it and the letters and the sides opened up and it had like paper uh, art inside of it. It's so good. He did a Crib Keeper head. He did a Doctor Tongue. He did a Killer Clowns um, like a gun. He did a pod. He did a head. He did the Phantasm Ball that opens up. Nice. Uh, right now, you can actually see his work in Philadelphia at the... Oh, man, I always freaking... How do you say that gallery stuff? The Paradigm Gallery? The Paradigm Gallery, yeah. That's going to be... Um, his stuff will be over there in Philadelphia till September 17th. Um, if you're in South, South Carolina, you could see his stuff at the 701 Gallery in uh, Columbia, South Carolina until October. If you're in San Francisco, uh, in November, you could see his stuff at the Bedford Gallery. And if you're in Asheville, North Carolina, me and Steph were there, mm-hmm. um, you could see in November, you could see his stuff at Blue Spiral. Um, and he'll have all those dates listed on his website, charlesclary.com. So check out his stuff. Awesome dude. Really, really, really cool stuff. And so fresh. So fresh. So clean. So fresh and so clean. All right. A couple more guys. Okay. Um, oh, we got shit. Um, I've, this one's pretty quick. Maui Death. Uh, I'm sorry. Rolling Death. Maui. Yes. Jesus Christ. I love his shit. Uh, on Instagram. He's sold out of it now, but I gotta fucking mention it because he'll probably be making more of them and people just need to know this shit exists. Um, and I'll give you a little quote. Oh, from yeah. the, I'll give yeah. you a little quote from the man himself before I say what it is. I don't know where I come from, but I'm here now. So deal with it. <laughs> Gary Busey bottle opener. Yeah, it's, it's so Those good. Those are awesome, man. Yeah. Holy so shit, dude. Uh, RollingDeathMaui.com Check this fucking thing out. It's sold out right now, but just look at it. it, it it's it's nightmare fuel. I it hope is. somebody takes that to oh Gary Busey God. and has him smile <laughs> next to it. He has the Defoe in Boondock Saints as a tranny pin. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know. I'm on board. <laughs> the Defoe's cheekbones dough. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. No, as John would say, dem cheekbones dough. 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 Yo dough. <laughs> All right, next up I got Maiden Voyage Clothing. Uh, Instagram is Maiden Voyage Co. Um, their Etsy shop is, um, is etsy.com backslash shop Maiden Voyage Clothing. And what do you think, Steph, when I say cryptids? Huh? Cryptids, <laughs> I think of uh, Chupacabra, um, Sasquatch, Mo- Momo. Hey, Momo. Momo. Yeah. Cryptozoology Tracking Society. And what do they Oh my ha- god, I want one of their shirts so bad. Right now they have So bad. Their new release coming up is a mounted fur-bearing trout patch and it's like the cheesy fur trout. Yeah. But it, the, on the patch <laughs> it, fur trout. on the pat the patch actually yeah. has fur on it <laughs> and it has a googly fish eye. Oh my god, I I might need to have And that. these are patches? They're patches, yeah. yeah. But they have patches for all the cryptids. So they have like a Sasquatch, Jackalope, uh Nessie, Mothman, Jersey Devil. They got the Chupa Chups. They got everything. So are these made like like pseudo like Cub Scouts badges? Nah, they're like they're big ones. They're, oh, okay. they're well, they're decent size. I don't want to say they're big. They're really cool. They're well they're well made. Okay. Um, they have all different shirts for all the cryptids. The jackalope. They, they have a glow in the dark Mothman shirt that kind of looks like the Batman symbol, but it's like mm-hmm. Mothman and it glows in the dark. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, their stuff's. Really I really cool. really dig the glow in the dark ghost story shirt. That one's awesome. And then they have a Friends of Cryptids uh, shirt, and it's like uh, a human hand yeah, yeah. shaking hands <laughs> yeah. with like a Sasquatch. And uh, they have this like uh, Sasquatch that's dressed up like Smokey the Bear, uh-huh. and, and he's saying like, "Only you can protect cryptid wildlife." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they man. have shirts and tank tops for ladies and gents, patches yeah. and posters. So check them out, Maiden Voyage Clothing. And two more before uh, we close out this whole segment here. Uh, I got. This dude is awesome. The Bad Beard on Instagram, and the artist's name is Nick Farrell. You can check out his stuff on nickfarrell.com. He's an illustrator, uh, animator, TV editor, toy collector, and idiot. Self, self, self-proclaimed idiot. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. He's got cards, stickers, magnets, uh, prints. He's just got tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff. Uh, he sent us just an awesome package. Uh, he sent so much stuff. Yeah, so we'll be sending out. We kept some from ourselves, but all future packages that we send out to people, you'll be getting some treats from him. Uh, all thanks to Nick. So Krang uh, and Quado uh, are like, there's a magnet by them where mm-hmm. they're like buddies shaking hands. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just check out his Instagram. You'll see all the stuff I'm talking about. But the thing I like the most that he did, um, the, the uh, all-stars of horror it kind of reminds me, there used to be, John might remember, I know you guys probably won't. Um, there was these cards they did when I was growing up that were, I always hated baseball, but they did these baseball cards that were monsters instead of baseball players. Um, and they were called Awesome All-Stars, and it was just ba- animated baseball cards with monsters and stuff. Do you remember them at all, John? I before your time? vaguely remember something like that, but I, the most the things I remember the most are Mutant League Hockey and Mutant League Football. Yeah, I mean, so it's along them lines. I mean, same same idea. Came with, th- those games came with like trading cards and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, too. yeah, same, yeah, totally same idea. Um, it's kind of just. I mean, I hate sports, but I this this idea is awesome. <laughs> I hate sports. I really I'm do. On board. <laughs> it's um, Leatherface playing football, Freddie playing baseball, Michael yeah. Myers playing basketball, and Jason playing tennis. 
Uh, he's got a bunch of other awesome stuff. If you're a fan of Corgis, the dog, he's got this really awesome Rise of Cthorgu. Mm-hmm. It's of, so of, good. Uh, I'm sorry, Cthorgi. I should so also good. mention that internet plus Corgis equals money yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a He-Man sticker pack, which he sent us, so people will be getting them. He's got a remake this. It's a RoboCop giving the finger. Mm-hmm. And the best one he has on his website, if you check it out, nickferrell.com, it's cosplayers. But, and it's them dressed up as um, Han Solo and Princess Leia, but it's like the grossest cosplayers ever. So like, it's uh, Han Solo looks really like haggard and beat down, but the the chick dressed up like Princess Leia in the sexy like slave scene is like pregnant. Uh. <laughs> so he like drew out these characters. It's so perfect though, because you know like when you see some of these people dressed like some of these cosplaying characters, you're like Shanana. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have, shouldn't have, should have went for um, a more clothed character, you know. And then the last um, person I'm going to mention is uh, Stay Cold Craftworks. Um, they're on Instagram, Stay Cold Craftworks, and you can check out their store, StayColdCraftworks.StoreEnvy.com. They are do-it-yourself horror merch, and he just released, um, which just fucking sold out, God Diggity Dog, but a burning um, clock. Which he made out of cut vinyl. Oh, I fucking saw that yeah. with, that, with the cropsy scissors yes. and shit. Yes, yes. Oh, so good. Uh, he's got. Uh, he did a Halloween two penny released. Uh, an ash hole, which is an Evil Dead two severed hand. Given hey, the hey, I just want to say for the studio, we will need a clock for the studio so we can tell what time it is. I'm he just said putting he, it out there. He said he's, he said he's going to send us a yeah. phantasm one. Oh yes, so please. He should be sending us that one. Um. He's got a... Uh, what else I was going to say? Oh, the Dr. Freudstein. That, this is what initially turned me on to him. Anybody that's going to do a Lucio Fulci pin, particularly House by a Cemetery, they get they get accolades in Jessup's book. He's got a Dr. Freudstein pin. Um, can't imagine that's selling too good for him because it seems like everybody does uh, the main characters because they sell well, like yeah. Leatherface and Freddy and Halloween. And nothing against people that do that, those sort of things, but I really like when people have the balls to do something like crazy uh, and take a chance. And I think that was his first pin, Dr. Freudstein. So kudos to this guy for doing that. Um, it's awesome when people do that. Uh, so we did Dr. Freudstein. And he also did uh, Skeletron from Doc- from Turbo Kid, which is that dude mm-hmm. with the hockey mask. Turbo yeah. Kid was awesome. Turbo Kid was so good. And right now he's got uh, Psycho t-shirts that are on sale. So act now, motherfuckers, and get on in on that. And that's all I got. Stay Cold Craftworks on Instagram, staycoldcraftworks.storeenvy.com. And we're going to put all this stuff on, um, we'll put, I'll make sure we get all this stuff on Instagram with all the information and I'll make sure we connect that all to, um, Facebook and get all the information on there as well. And so you Tumblr. guys, and Tumblr, so you guys can check all out all the stuff. social medias. Because I know it's like sometimes we ramble off all this stuff and it's a lot to kind of pick up. Yeah. So that way you connect to either of those things, you can, uh, you know, get the information there. And um, I'll tag all those people on Instagram. So that way, if you follow us on Instagram, you can connect to their profiles mm-hmm. that way. And I wanted to say also, if you um, have a business that you would like to be featured on a future uh, Coffin of Curiosities um, segment, any kind of thing at all, um, just reach out to us. Um, I'm, we're always open to put featuring people, you know, one way or another on here. Yeah. Send us an email. Free plugs. Free plugs. Message pl- us Facebook. Free whatever. plugs for everybody. I mean, we yeah. got to fill the segment with something. So free plugs could for be you. everyone. Free plugs for you and you and you. That's a sweaty plug. That's a sweaty <laughs> plug. That's another sweaty plug. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Well, it is time for trailer trash.
Warning. We interrupt this presentation with the following urgent message regarding the stuff. If you see it in stores, call the police. If you have it in your home, don't touch it. Get out. The stuff is a product of nature, a deadly living organism. It is addictive and destructive. It can overcome your mind and take over your body. And nothing can stop it. Are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff? Tonight, America is in grave danger. It's gonna kill you! It's gonna kill you all! to bring you our feature presentation. So, guys and gals, our feature presentation is The Stuff from 1985. And uh, this was a listener pick submitted by Tom Lowry. Thank you, Tom. To the Monster Head Lottery. He's super active on Facebook, and thank you very much. I really appreciate all the things you do. Yep, thank you. And you wrote us an iTunes review. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas the Tank. (laughs) Yeah, what, what? He's going to start using that now. Oh, my God. All right, so um, this movie had a budget of $1.7 million. And uh, unfortunately, I do not have any information about the gross. This was one of those movies, again, that took off after the VHS sales and stuff like that. Yeah, because so. he said a bomb, it didn't do good because of some kind of disaster. There was a hurricane, there yeah. was a threat of a hurricane or something. It blew the marquee right off the thing. <laughs> you should have seen it, it blew the marquee right off. It was It was terrible. It was terrible. All the money we spent, it was, it was gone. And, right, that's, guys. and that's my Larry Cohen voice. <laughs> I have some good taglines, or some bad taglines. Um, as Melissa said in her intro, are you eating it, or is it eating you? The best. Mm. Makes it, you, it makes you think it, it is yeah yeah it'll change your life forever that's like generic bullshit yeah, pretty much it'll change your asshole okay ready this is this one this next one is epic yeah, hold on what I'm, I'm getting ready for it okay <laughs> <laughs> warning if you see the stuff in stores call the police if you have it in your home don't touch it get out the stuff is a product of nature a deadly living organism. It is addictive and destructive. It can overcome your mind and take over your body, and nothing can stop it. Too much. Too wow. Much. I mean, it's it lost me. You're, at, you're telling you know. me the plot of the movie before I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It should have just said the stuff. Sha na na. <laughs> the stuff is it probiotic yogurt? Find out inside. <laughs> it's smooth and creamy. It's low-calorie and delicious. 
and it kills. It's Jesse it's Seaman. The stuff. The stuff. Or the come of the earth. Cool whip. <laughs> cool. cool whip. Cool whip. Whip. And then finally, enough is never enough. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough. Oh my God, with the dancers. Jesse Seaman. Oh, up. I'm coming. <laughs> Coca-Cola was oh, so man. pissed about this movie. Oh my god, I, I don't even. Uh, that's like, I don't understand how they used like Coke, Pepsi, and fucking McDonald's. They like had shit. a McDonald's and a Burger King yeah. in the, yeah, in how the scene they where they blew up. Yeah, like how you get all the trademarks, you pay the licensing deals, and that's what you get. Yeah, but like that's a, isn't that a lot of money? Well, yeah. it's a 1.7 million dollar budgie. Where do you think it went? It didn't go oh, on yeah. the green screen effects. That's for sure. I didn't spend any money on green screen effects. I told he- the actors you're going to be in a tanker. You're going to suffocate to death. And <laughs> oh my God. we're going to super. And then when you get, there's a driving scene, you're just going to be fake driving, and it's going to be a really bumpy road every time. I don't know, man. Every time there's a lot of sets in this. Stuff. I mean, like a yeah. lot, of, a yeah. lot of different scenes. Do you know a how lot. much it costs to film at an abandoned refinery? Five dollars. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, every single scene in this movie is a different location. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, yeah. now let's drive to this place. Now let's drive to this place. A lot now of those, let's drive to this place. A lot of those could up. have been a warehouse. Set up. Mm-hmm. And then set they up. filmed in Camden, yeah. New Jersey, where they meet Chocolate Chip Charlie. Let's break down, let's set up. Let's break down, <laughs> oh let's set God. up. Let's break down, let's set up. Like, that was the whole movie. <coughs> every time I looked down, every time I looked down and I looked back up, they were somewhere else. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Back it up. What the fuck? I like, and then I would w- rewind it, and eight different fucking goddamn scenes had ch- had changed. Yeah, that's true. All right, so it was directed by Larry Cohen, and he directed "It's Alive," "It Lives Again," "Cue the Winged Serpent," "It's Alive Three," "Island of the Alive," and a return to Salem's Lot. Yeah. Uh, and he produced the Maniac Cop trilogy. If you know anything about Larry Cohen's movies, they are very strange, very weird. Uh, particularly Cue the Winged Serpent, God Told Me To. Holy shit, weird movies, man. They could never have been, any of this movie included, they could never have been made if they weren't produced uh, and completely under his control. They're just so weird. So and weird. That's what makes them good. Yeah. Hmm. Agreed. Special effects um, by Brett Culpepper. And he also worked on What Waits Below and Reanimator. What Waits Below. My <laughs> dear. <laughs> to the base. Yeah. Skirts. Um, music by Anthony uh, Gweffin. Geffen. I don't know how to say that name. Yeah, you know. Gweffin was better than I would have yeah. pronounced it. <laughs> Gweffin. Um, and he did music for Deadly Eyes and Alucarda. I don't know what that is. Alucard. Yeah. Um, so the cast. And you, if you watch this movie, you're going to recognize a few people. A few. Um, Michael Moriarty as David Moe Rutherford. My fucking hero made flesh. <laughs> um, and he was in Cue the Winged Serpent, Bloodlink, Pale Rider, Troll, It's Alive 3, A Return to Salem's Lot, Dark Tower, and Law and Order for four seasons. And that's how I recognize him, actually, from Law and Order. So if you turn on TNT at any time of the day... He's great. Face. He's fucking great, man. Return to Salem's Lot. He is off the rails in that fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. Holy shit. That movie's not good. <laughs> By all accounts, that movie's not good. But listening to his... He's just ad-libbing again? ...monologues in it. Oh, my God. You're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my guess. 
Because, like, L- Larry Cohen's like, when you get two jazz musicians in the room, oh my God. they're just like, biggity boop, bop, biggity boop. And I pointed to him, and he's like, boop, ba, da, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, Because if you've ever met a, a jazz musician, this is what he said, Melissa, in the extras thing. He's like, he's like I'm a jazz music- musician, and so is Michael Muriotti. Wow. And when you get two jazz musicians in the room, it's fucking crazy because we just we th- we read each other's thoughts. If you've ever met a jazz musician in real life, they're fucking assholes. And I'm sorry if you're a jazz musician, not you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking <laughs> all the about, others. I'm talking about all the other jazz musicians. They're 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 the ego is big. The yeah. Oh my god. The ego. The talent is huge. They're just like oh, watch me play this fucking instrument. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even see me play it because I played every single scale of the instrument, but you didn't see it because I did it so quickly, and your mm-hmm. ear your ears are too feeble. You didn't hear any of it. I'm amazing. <laughs> I just love the the actress who i didn't mention this because i don't think she was in a lot of other stuff but like she's from her perspective because she was she was, she like, a the, ball- she was a dancer wasn't yeah she? she didn't have the rapport that michael moriarty did with the director so she's like yeah they come in and they just start bursting in the song and like singing mm. and yeah and everything and then she's like i would just say my lines from a script that's all i did this is what i would do when i had a guitar power chords and then my friend would be like yeah no it's all about the yes. Hold on, and I'll be like, dude, hold on, did I just turn on the weather channel? Because uh, that shit's dumb. What is happening Is that right some now? music? <laughs> hold on, is that scrambled eggs? Is it, hold on, did someone turn on Frasier? Wait, speaking of yes, remember that time, the first time I went to, the, to Blue, the hair salon? Yeah. And I texted you and I was like, there's a jazz flute playing right now? There was a jazz trio and the fucking guy pulled out a jazz flute and I was like, I feel like I'm an anchorman. Live? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, yes. In a hair salon. And someone screamed Aqualung. I was like cracking up. It was the best. How much was your How much was your hairstylist making? Like $500 it wasn't, an it hour? It wasn't like that and at uh, all. And they just, they told Steph, you pay the band, you don't pay us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. See, when yeah. I went, back when I had hair and I got a haircut, I went to an old Italian guy and he would just tell me, he would overshare. He'd over, old Italian guy overshare. Hey, Johnny, I cut your hair. But, and also, he was supremely old school racist. So it was oh, like, gosh. oh man, you could Johnny come in. Oh, it's so good to see your pale complexion in here. We're going to use this. <laughs> We're going to make it real nice. But he would do like the hot lather and stuff. And then I, I would pass out every time. I would just pass out. Hmm. I'd be like, but, oh, John, you know, last night I wake was, up with your I was teabagging my wife and I had too much garlic. And you know? I pulled a masalami out of my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and the missile. And this is a guy that like had like eight heart attacks. He's like, I'm still gonna cut hair no matter what happens, even if I skip my my That was my ninth heart attack right there. I'm still gonna get on my wife, and I'm gonna give it to her every single night. Oh my god! Hopefully tonight will be the night, and I just die on top of her. Why? It's it? probably some mob front. I don't know, but it was yeah. all. It's so fun to do with Italian people. <laughs> all right, continuing. Garrett Morris as Chocolate Chip Charlie Hobbs. The best. He's the best fucking goddamn thing in the movie. And, I love him. Um, Next was, to Michael Moriarty. He was on Saturday Night Live from 1975 Wasn't to, he in Martin? to 1980. Get into um, it. The Jeffersons. Martin. Okay. No, you gotta say, Martin. 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 Martin, you're really fat. Oh, no, you didn't. Because he's eating them big back ribs too much. And the Jamie Foxx show. No. Uh, no, because I wasn't sure in my mind if he was in Martin or not. I was like, you're right, I, I think he is, yeah. You're right. Um, Paul Sorvino as Colonel Malcolm Gromit Spears. Gromit. 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 That's, a, that's a middle name. Gromit. I think a Wallace and Gromit. I know. That's what I think of. Cheese! Cheese! Gromit! <laughs> <laughs> they brought cheese! <laughs> oh my God, I want to watch that now. Um, and he was in 
many, many movies. Dick Tracy, Goodfellows, uh, The Rocketeer. The Rock- I feel like fucking Rocketeer comes up all the time. Rocketeer! We just rewatched Dick Tracy. Yeah. It holds up, guys. Holds up. Bad holds boy. up. Madonna. I'm just like, wow, this just like totally ripped off. Sin, uh, Sin City just totally ripped off this movie completely. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. Man, this is like a whole mess of people. Dustin oh, Hoffman. Every, dude, everybody. fucking everybody's in the yeah. movie. I forgot. Yeah. We we're watching. I was like, Dustin everybody. Hoffman. Oh, I knew that This person. A, this person. I just, a, I just didn't Al, know. Al, uh, Al Pacino. Pacino. I just yeah. didn't realize how blatantly Sin City just took everything from that movie. I was just like, that's crazy. Well, I mean, like, just Dick, the colors. Like, yeah. Dick Tracy is very pulpy. So, yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's also from a comic. Yeah. And it was, yeah I, well, yeah. I mean, but it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's but I just the same get, kind of material. I, did, I just didn't get it. And, yeah. then I, and then I got it. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the Rocketeer, Law and Order for two seasons. The Firm, Repo, The Genetic Opera. P.O.S. P.O.S. That is a terrible movie. We turned it off. We just spread someone's butt cheeks open and just eat and it. And look, I'm open <laughs> to musicals, but like, if your musical is not good. That was horrible. I don't yeah. care what kind of theme it is. That it's going to suck. That, that was like supposed mm-hmm. to appeal to like just like overweight goth people. Yeah. Like on a cruise. Like the goth cruise? Yeah. yeah. Um, I always wanted to do like a Guns N' Roses Broadway show. So it you could just be like this? But wait, fat axle or skinny axle? Like it would progress to that eventually. Is oh, it like a, is it like it a true to like life a, tale? Is it like autobiographical? Oh, yeah, what is this now? That is a good yeah. idea. And I'm just going to keep yeah. on Shorties, eating Shorties, don't fucking pies. steal that. <laughs> you better copyright that shit. Oh Copyrighted. Guns and Roses. It's like Broadway. Broadway musical. Yeah, Broadway. He just keeps eating more like cheese fries. Well, and throughout. I just like have this vision of like a like 40 Axel Roses doing like the Axel dance. Oh, on, yes. On stage, like that little slither he does. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Man, these are getting some Melissa deep cuts. I know, here. I know. Deep into the psyche of Melissa. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to make sure she drinks enough wine yeah. each episode yeah. so we can get into this. Deep deep into the, what? The nectar of the deep. basic bitches. <laughs> deep into <laughs> yeah. what like makes Melissa horn you. Like like <laughs> no, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. Okay, apparently. Axel. Dude, don't no. tell me you don't get throbbing from Sweet Child of Mine. You hear that opening guitar riff and you're like, oh, my loins. No. Guys, I was I was <laughs> stuck in traffic today no. and I was like flipping the stations and I heard like the very beginning of November Rain. And you know, like you, you hear just like a snippet. You're like, oh, I, yeah, I you know, know. This, this song's going to be on for the next 10 minutes. No, the, the song yeah. that gets oh, me that I, I have to turn off, it's the song that starts with whistling. And then as soon as I hear that, yeah, nope, nope, yeah, nope. Isn't, isn't no, that Civil War? Civil War. Is it? No. Oh my God, let's go through the whole song. <laughs> People all listening like, it's the song. Sing the song. You stupid asshole. 15 I think about you all the time or something like that. It's, I can like, it's not, it's, I don't think it's Civil War. Yeah, I don't think no, it's, it's, not Civil War. it's not Civil War. It's not Civil War. It's yeah. in my head because, yeah, okay. about you every day now. She, okay, okay, stop. And finally, uh, Danny Aiello. Or Danny Aiello. I don't know how to say it. Is it patience? It's Aiello. Um, oh, it, it is. It is. Just yes. a little patience. You got it, you fucking idiot. Good job. Good fucking job. Give yourself a fucking pat on the can back. I, can I just say it's a good thing we don't have a correction segment on the show because... We're Shana. never going to have that fucking shit. Yeah, because I'm always right. <laughs> Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. Um, so Danny Aiello as Vickers, and he was in The Godfather Part 2. Man on Fire. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right joint. thing. It is a spike Lee um, joint. Har- Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights. Jacob's Ladder. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. And Leon the Professional. No, Jacob's Ladder when with the Costanza. The George, I haven't seen that in forever. The George Costanza. And, and then when they see the tail on the woman and he's like... <gasps> God, I have to watch it again. It's and been then so the, long. And then the ending of that movie, it blows your mind. I want to cover that at some point. The it's ending. So good, Guys, right? the ending. Okay. Do, you, do you remember the what ending? Movie? No. Jacob's, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder. 
You, step you don't remember by it? step. I probably never saw it. Oh my god, Melissa! Huey Lewis did the soundtrack no, for it. Who cares about that? The ending. The ending Jacob's of that movie. Ladder. Are we going to have to have a movie anyway. night where we all watch Jacob's Ladder? No, I'm, I'm on board. Okay. Someone's just going to pick it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. So, formats. VHS released in 1985 by New World Home Video. DVD released in 2000 by Anchor Bay. Okay. Out of print. Image Entertainment released their own DVD version in September of 2011 under their Midnight Madness DVD line. Do you cover the Betamax for these Blu-ray. I have the Betamax for this. Released by Arrow Films in March 2013. Yeah, it, That's what we have. And digital rent or own through Amazon. Mm. And available to stream on Shutter. I have the Betamax for this, but I didn't hear it mentioned. Betamax. My parents had a Betamax for like 30 years. Okay. And then they got rid of it. Okay, know. please. We never used it. It was in my parents' bedroom. Just chilling. Because that was for the, the nudie tapes yeah, that your parents, probably. your parents would listen to it while they were having sex. No. And then you would hear them having <laughs> sex. And I would hear the headboard banging on the you wall. You would hear, who's your daddy? And what does he do? Does he put it in? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Stop. 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 Oh, come on, I'm coming. Come on. <laughs> I'm coming. Come on. Not right now. Come on. Okay. I'm almost there. Your dad would say, where's Roy at? And your mom would say, he's deep. Oh my god. <laughs> Steve Roy. Oh god. Okay. Trivia. The scene in the motel where the stuff comes out of the mattress and pillows and attacks the man on the wall and ceiling was shot in a room that could turn upside down, which you, you would you know say. if you watched oh the, the behind-the-scenes thing. Was it the same guy that did the Nightmare on Elm Street scene? Yeah, no, you would never know that because those people, the, the stunt doubles look exactly like them. Can oh we god. get through the trivs? Yeah. Um, allowing the stuff to move up like and down exact. the wall. It was exactly the same room used in A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, when Johnny Depp's character Glenn is sucked into his bed and his blood is regurgitated back out onto the ceiling. I didn't fucking know that. It's funny, if you've watched the the behind-the-scenes thing, which I know the three of us watched, Mm -hmm. those two actors, like stunt doubles, whatever, look fucking nothing like them. The guy's hair... First of all, Moe's hair is like thinning. Like the thinnest hair. This guy has a full... like. Hairpiece. I don't even Can know. we just talk about how when the stuff comes out, it looks like dried spackle? Mm. Oh, yeah. It's like it's good. yellowish. Yeah, that that was the one they said was like cement or something like that. Right? Yeah, they did. They did use liquid cement at some point. I remember the one they said was like fish guts. It's and the stuff took, that firemen use. And they took the time yeah. to mold it on the actor's face before they put yeah. it on them and attack them, which didn't make a fucking lick of no, difference. No, I was like, I was thinking, like, why? <laughs> yeah, it makes no difference. A lot of the choices. I was like, you're a special effects guy, and okay. <laughs> that was the choice you made. <laughs> so, uh, according, I'm not, and I wouldn't have made a decision today. Sorry. Excuse me. According to, according to Larry Cohen himself, in some scenes in which the stuff chases characters, a foam made of blended fish bones was used, which you would also know if you watched the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it stank so much that as soon as the shots <laughs> were done, the actors ran to a river in order to bathe and get rid of the Why stench. Why would that be a thing he's they like, would want to make it out of? He's it like, was the, cheap. Um, it was very cheap, he said. It's in the fire extinguishers. That's a flame retardant. Yeah. It's just the properties of it, and oh, I guess okay. it stinks. He's like, it's very inexpensive. So yeah. I just, I just, I got fucking shit tons of it. Some of the substance props or stand-ins for the real stuff used in the movie included lots of Hagen Dazs ice cream, oh. yogurt, and for one scene involving an enormous avalanche-like effect of stuff crashing through a wall, fire extinguishing foam. Other shots, such as the ones of the giant lake of stuff, required superimposed images and animation. You, you don't say. Yeah, what? you don't say. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I, to me, to me, I was there. Your telescope and the, and the behind the scenes. The blah. I can't speak today. Behind the scenes stuff. They said that they actually ate shaving cream at one point too, and they never knew uh, which one it was. How the fuck? Because you know why? 
Clean shave America, clean shave Barbasol. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Arsenio Hall was considered for the role of Chocolate Chip. Thank Charlie. God it wasn't Arsenio yeah. Hall. What a no. douche. <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. I, I hate Arsenio. Yeah. Never watched it. He's got, um, he's got no. He's got no charisma. David Moe Rutherford tells Chocolate Chip Charlie um, to contact agent Frank Herbert from the FBI. Frank Herbert was an, an American science fiction writer best known for the novel June and its five sequels. Okay. Did you know that, Joseph? Did you catch that? Should I know that? I don't know. You read Dune. You read Dune. Oh, Dune. I thought you said Dune. I thought you said June. I thought you said Dune. Didn't you? No, she said Dune. Science fiction. I heard Dune, bro. Science fiction writer, best known for the novel Dune and its five sequels. June. Steph, I'm on your side. Thank you. Michael Moriarty and Paul Sorvino will go on to appear in 31 episodes of Law & Order together from 91 to 92. Wow. Respectively, as Executive ADA Ben Stone and Sergeant Phil Coretta. 90? What? That fucking show has been on that long? That was the original Dude, Ma- that Law show Order. outlived us all. Yeah. Fuck. I was just going to say. The original Law and Order is not on anymore, right? It's just and the I spin-offs. wish the Mat- I hope that Matlock was still on and Matlock was still alive to be with us, whoever that actor's yeah. name was. Isn't Angela Lansbury still fucking alive? She's still alive. She's is fucking she? ancient. she wrote is... Kicking. I like in the ba- in the behind the scenes thing when one of the executive producers was like, "When I went to go meet Larry Cohen to get the script, I knocked on the door. <laughs> yeah. and, oh my god, yes, and, and he was naked. And the door opens up, and I just saw a half bare ass, and a, and a hand reached out and gave me the script for the stuff. Adorable. And any time I went to go get a script from Larry Cohen thereafter, he was always naked because all his ideas came to him." You know, when he was in the shower. That's what he says. All, he my, all my ideas came to me when I was in the shower. So I always had to write in the shower. And I was like, what? Are you always like bathing, dude? You fucking weird. Like, I think he's like a fish person. And Larry mm-hmm. Cohen's like a fish. Like he's like a porpoise or something. Like he's like, he's some kind of weird like dolphin creature. When you go into his home, he has like a big pool and he just goes like, and he like swims in there. He's got tubes that connect all yeah, the rooms. Yeah, yeah. Larry Cohen, he's like a porpoise. He's a porpoise Speaking person. of that, Melissa, did you hear that they're remaking Splash? Yeah. yeah. What, what is that? Is, is don't that what, you, don't is, you worry is about Is that it. when Cher's a mermaid? No, no. it's with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, and Daryl Hannah's mo- a mermaid. What's the movie? Uh, is that when she's a mannequin? No. She's a fucking mermaid. Is that when she's a mannequin mermaid? <laughs> Steph, what's the movie where they, get the, where they get the robot and they send them to help the other guy to build other little robots? 25? In New York. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, short, short circuit. Short circuit part two. Yeah. Why are you asking me? Is this? that the one where he's trying to get his visa? <laughs> yeah. Steph, what's that? Isn't movie? Fisher Stevens in one yeah, of those? Yeah, Fisher yeah. Stevens in both of them. Steph, what's it? that yeah. movie where that guy who playing hung, an Indian? He, he hung. You, wait, is this quiz, Steph? Yeah, Steph. What's that movie where that guy he hung himself, um, hanged himself, where he was J- where he's Joe, he's J. Owen, but then that's that's not part of the movie, but <laughs> that, but that's the, but that's the main character. Charity. But that guy <laughs> went to this place where he could fly, and he was an adult. But he had to fight this other guy with a hook, and then the alligator tries to eat him. Okay, he didn't kill him. I mean, he didn't kill himself that way. Peter mm. Pan. Yeah, <laughs> he's about Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't ruin my childhood. Steph, he wasn't wacky. What's it. the movie where the kids go? Okay, no, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna see how long you were gonna shut it down. It's time to get into this fucking shut movie. Yeah, let's go. Okay, the stuff, guys, do it. The no, stuff. you do it. Come on. You start it. Okay, I start it. Yeah, you start it. It's snowing out, and an old man, Johnson, is going for a stroll by a mine, as we all do from time to time. I think 
that these guys were leftovers that were looking for Elliot from E.T. I thought they were security. Elliot. Because they had flashlights and they looked like people that would be looking for <laughs> Elliot. Oh my God. Anyways. And he just sticks his finger in the ground. Anyways, he's going for a straw and he sees a snowman's anus in the ground. So he bends over. What the hell is this? He sticks his, dips his finger in it. Oh, smooth. Tastes real good. Tasty. Sweet. And then he shares it with mm. his buddy, holds out his finger, and his buddy lip locks his finger <laughs> and just starts filleting his finger. Who, and first off, who just takes things bubbling out of the ground and just puts them in your mouth? mouth. Yeah. No. I mean, when I was a kid, I used, oh, to, go. I used to take no. cigarette butts off the ground and I would collect them and I'd walk around like Clint Eastwood. Ooh, did you really? Is this yeah. another like, how did you survive childhood Jessup story? Yeah. Yep. And, I would, and I would pretend I was Clint. How did you not get gonorrhea oh from all those fucking cigarettes? <laughs> gonorrhea? I, I think I'm just gone. throwing it out there. Stop not, it's being, not gonorrhea. Do jokes. not science the shit out of my jokes. I think I, right? I, I, I think I have a natural immunity to all disease you now. You probably do. Probably yeah. from that. Yeah. God. Ugh. Anyway, and then it flashes forward after that happens, and a kid is going downstairs in his sheer sweatpants. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Can we talk about how he's like itchy in bed? The mosquitoes were eating him alive. The mosquitoes. I, I, was, I was like, why is he going downstairs? Oh, yeah, bed bugs. In no, sheer he's like smacking mosquitoes mm-hmm. in the window because the fucking window is open. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes downstairs and he's not wearing sweatpants. He's wearing pajama pants that are sheer because you could see right through them, through them and see them, see his underwear. Steph just kept saying I could see his, his baby shrimp. I could no, see his, baby his underwear. You can see his shrimp. And I was like, I don't see nothing. So I was like, like, who makes pajama pants like that? So I was like, I see cocktail. <laughs> it was like 8 a.m. when I watched this movie, so I was not paying yeah. attention. Yeah, so he and he goes down, Surprising. he opens the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and the stuff is spilled over onto the side, and it's bubbling out of the container. Mm-hmm. He's freaking out. And it makes like a fist, and then a middle finger comes up, and he's like, it moved! The and stuff had moved! his fucking dad comes down, and just starts yelling. His dad's like, yeah. such a dick you were a movie. burglar. Smacks yeah. his butt, yeah. sends him up to his oh, room. Oh my god, so he's, like, he's like, let me see that sheer ass. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> that was weird. It is really weird. My dad never smacked my sheer ass when yeah. I was like first that. Off, no. First off, like he just went downstairs. You don't know why. Like, Why are you dialing up to 11 yeah. to discipline your kid? Right. Yeah. But then his dad has to open it up to get some of that smooth taste of sweetness. Puts two fingers in there mm-hmm. <laughs> around the rim. <laughs> and then you get, oh the, the, and then you get yeah. the, the commercial, John. The first commercial of many. Did you want to do this? No, go ahead. Go ahead. When I was a little girl. Oh, oh this commercial. Yeah. Now it's... When I was a little boy, I mean, I mean, a girl, I mean, a pre-op boy, <laughs> I thought about the stuff, and I thought, I could never, could never have enough of the stuff, and I want you to zoom in on my buck teeth, <laughs> and I want you to imagine the stuff, white and gooey, going into my lips, <laughs> and that's the commercial I'm going to sell to you about the stuff. Are you horn ya? Are you horn ya yet? Hold on, look at my fur coat now. <laughs> look at my fur coat. Would you believe this stuff has kept me from menopause for 40 years? It's the best. It's zero cal. Ugh. I love that part. <laughs> Her so voice. Weird. I don't know, man. That voice. Mm-hmm. I remember. Actually, it was like a little, it was a little higher than the it voice was. I was it giving. It was like Judy Garland. Not that this girl was attractive. I mean, this woman. No, man woman, woman, rather. But. Something her, about her voice her, you enjoyed. No, 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 not at all. Oh. Uh, her voice was very, 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 very strange. But there was this girl who used to come in when I was a cashier at Whole Foods, and I remember she was like super, super, super hot. And I was like, oh my God, look at this girl, whatever. And she came into my lane, whatever. 
and she opened oh, up. Oh, she her, came in your lane. She opened up her mouth to say something. She and came. The voice the that lane. came out of her mouth was so repulsive. Boner killer. I was just. I could. I. I. I couldn't. It sounded like. I can't even duplicate it, but it sounded like a squeaky mouse. It was like. It was so high pitched. It was even. It wasn't even like that. It was even worse than that. I couldn't even duplicate Aww. it. I work with somebody who has a voice like that, and every it, fuck, I just went. It. it immediately, I get like. A rage. I, I couldn't believe that. For hearing them. I couldn't but they believe, can't help it if they're bored with that no, voice. No, no, but I couldn't believe it was real. I was like, I felt like saying, stop, stop fucking with it's, me. It's not only the voice, but there's an attitude that goes with the voice. And uh, it's uh, just, this, this girl was it drives really, me crazy. This girl was really sweet. I just, I was like, just go, and I told her, I was like, just go to another line from now on. I'm because, just buying oh a box, God. a box <laughs> of cigarettes and some tampons. How much does that come to, Jessup? I wish I had that voice. Why? I don't know. Anyway, she's like, <laughs> now, now I'm a big girl, and I decided there's something I like better, much better. It's called the fucking sticks. Yeah. Enough <laughs> is never enough. Put it in my quicks. It's my precious. My precious. I want it in my mouth. Yeah. And then we get old rich people on a boat. Oh, on yeah. a yacht. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you get the Michael Moriarty's, a.k.a. Mo Rutherford, right. industrial spy. Right, because they're mm-hmm. talking about copying... The stuff, yeah. basically. He was yeah. basically right. doing like a Bill Clinton impersonation before the rest of the world knew who Bill Clinton <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. So those guys are supposed Bill to be Clinton like, watched this movie and Bill Clinton's like, I like this guy. I like his, be, I want to be Mo. I like his persona. I'm going to interpolate this, flip it around and make it my persona. But what if he's also a saxophone musician and a politician you know what and I'll- I just made a rhyme and it's on your dime? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I always wanted to be a jazz musician. <laughs> People can't turn me away. I'll be president someday. He's, um, he, Mo Rutherford <laughs> goes on this boat. <laughs> yeah! One day I'll be mayor! I had to do, I had to do the fucking goddamn, uh, Back to the Future thing. I like the, the one guy's like, this fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. He goes in there. He's he in the bureau too, I guess. Yeah, one guy was in the FBI. Has Got a problem. kicked out. He goes, uh, Mo goes on the boat, starts shaking everybody's hand, and that's a sweaty palm, that's a sweaty palm, another palm, oh, another sweaty palm over there, and a sweaty palm, oh, let me teabag you, okay, okay, let me, let me grab out on your scrotes, that's sweaty too. And what does he say, Steph? He says there's a line here, if there's a chink in a wall, I'll find it, I'll find a way in there. I'll get inside there, I'll, I'll penetrate the company and do some damage. Man, let me tell you something, I penetrate to the base. <laughs> you know why they call me Mo? Because whenever anybody gives me money... I always want Mo. I can oh imagine back uh, in 1985, that was the chuckler right there. No, probably. They, that him, yeah. him, yeah. and him and uh, Larry Cohen were like, <laughs> yeah. Backstage, they were like, dude, that's hey, money. That joke was money. Nobody's as dumb as I look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the lines in this movie, oh my god. Mm. Moriarty, uh, when Moriarty sits down in this part, when he's like talking to these guys, it looks like he's filming like a preparation H commercial. <laughs> Because he's really like unsettled, like he can't sit still. He's like, like his, butt, his butthole hurts. It's like he's yeah, like his ass is real itchy. He keeps like moving, <laughs> he keeps like moving around, like he just wants to. Gro- Maybe he just snorted a line of coke before he came nah, out to film the scene. Like, it's like he's got a throbbing roid that he just <laughs> wants to get one finger in there and get one good scratch. It's possible. On. Yeah. So it's all these possible. all these guys are like suits from other like food corporations, and they're trying mm-hmm. to like replicate the stuff. And yeah. Moe's an industrial spy, I yeah. guess, former FBI, and um. So what, he puts a bug in a guy's suit? Oh, yeah, he talks yeah. about that, right. and yeah. how he slipped a bug in his jacket pocket. And they all had it, apparently. And you get this really good line that comes out. Um, he's like, I don't think you're as dumb as you appear to be. 
no, no one, one is as dumb as I appear to be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like that line. Yeah, I did good. write that down too. Because um, I think that is a good um, overall kind of um, summation of what his character is. Yeah. He does seem like a jackass, like moron, but he, he gets the job done. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, he, he wraps it up pretty good. That's true. Then it goes back to Weird Kid. I call this kid Weird Kid the whole movie. I did write his name down. Jason. Jason. It's name, Jason. Right? Jason. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be Weird Kid. He's a weird. Well, also the kid who plays his brother is also very the parents. He's just like a. Everyone Look like was a bunch a- of mini John Travolta. It scares the shit out of me. The whole movie, I was oh like, my God. Like, like young, like staying yeah, alive John Travolta. It, it, yeah. I thought they looked like more like young Kirk Cameron brothers, but. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe if those two had a baby. Mm, yeah. No, nope, they probably fucking wouldn't. It'd be the goddamn Antichrist. I do love that. That is perfect. It is like little. Uh, I, I thought their eye, I thought that kid's eyes, the brother's eyes, really looked like. Uh, well, they're so the, blue. They put like the eyeliner West, on the them. Westworld um, guys. Yeah. Have, like the robots have these really weird colored eyes. That's what it reminded me of. And, and also with his his John eyebrows, John old eyebrows <laughs> on yeah. fleek motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, those eyebrows are crazy. Those eyebrows were the second co-star of the movie. Mm-hmm. They were fucking like the eight, sure eight co-stars of the movie as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but you missed where Mo just decided to randomly punch that dude out when oh, he yeah. left. Oh, when, yeah. When he's leaving, yeah. Oh, the yeah. other he's FBI just like, All right, guy. Bye. Well, yeah. he gets the job or whatever and he's He punches like, a lot of people in this yeah. movie, but I'm pretty sure he punches them from across the room and they for booger <laughs> every time. Yeah. Well, that was also like him, him. That was also him and like Larry Cohen doing some yaz together, you know? Yeah. He's I'm going like, to beep bop boop this guy. And you're like, you're going to beep bop boop well, that guy. Well, <laughs> well, also, and the behind the scenes thing, what, what, what Larry Cohen said was, oh, yeah, well, see, what I would do was while we're doing a scene, I would yell lines off the cuff to, um, to Michael Moriarty. And he loved it. He wanted me to do that. Oh, my God. And he would just, no other actor can do that. Change the lines in the middle of the scene. Meanwhile, he's probably but, like, "Fuck no, but, you, dude!" But in the meantime, every other actor that's involved in that scene's like, "Where do I follow yeah, along yeah. with lost. this shit?" Yeah. He's like, "But Michael Moriarty can do it seamlessly, seamlessly. He wants me to do that." But meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Michael Moriarty in his head's probably like, "This motherfucking piece of shit. Add more, one more line to me, motherfucker." <laughs> well, the funny thing is, if you if you watch him in Law and Order, he's a completely different person. Yeah. I would never expect yeah. this out of him whatsoever. No, it, yeah, if, if that's what you're used to, and then you see right. this, it is shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the weird kid is uh, Jason. Yeah, he. Um, the family's eating breakfast. Exactly. Parents are assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He tries to prevent his weird-looking brother from eating the stuff, and he knocks it. Then he knocks it out of his mom's hand, and he runs. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, "It doesn't even spot. Look at it. It's it's low calorie and delicious, and it doesn't even spot. <laughs> it's so easy to clean so up. Weird. Jesus. How about I think she meant spill, mm-hmm. like yeah. a stain, like stain. She meant yeah. stain, yeah. stain, stain the carpet. But, like, yeah. Who says spot? And then it cuts back to Mo, who's in like uh, in a lab with like some scientists. And he's gonna have to like steal. Basically, he's saying, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, there's chemistry on the wall." Steph, translate the chemistry. Oh my god, I don't. I hate chemistry. My least favorite. She's like, organic chemistry has been deleted. I'm a I sci- know. Hashtag, I'm a scientist. Though there were some carbon figures going on there. It's all carbon. carbon it's rings. all carbon and hydrogen, guys. They're basically talking about how they're gonna have to a steal tetrahedral. the stuff's formula and blah blah blah. He's basically like, "Yeah, that's why you can't get the formula for Coca-Cola. It's all you know. It's locked up tight." Tighter than a frog's anuse. <laughs> and a vahina. <laughs> vahina. Nature's pocket. He, um, he meets with it's Nicole. self-cleaning. So then he, he decides he's going to meet with uh, this woman, Nicole. 
who was giving me a nice little chubskin the whole oh, movie. Oh, was that her and, mo- I just kept calling her the director because she was like yeah, the director I didn't know what her name of the movie. Did she mention her name at least once in this entire fucking movie? I, didn't, I think when times. he first met her, yeah. yeah. She, well, she's the head of marketing and advertising for the stuff. Basically, she yeah. created like the whole image of the stuff. Yeah. And the modeling going on for this Fur coats and one-piece one bikinis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put that in her mouth. She's got a good mouth on her. well they also said in the the extra stuff that like the guy who actually designed the logo for the stuff because if you look at the product like it's actually like it's something you would buy it made me think of like marshmallow fluff yeah they had an actual commercial artist to do it he did some other things and i can't remember that's where the budget went but um, he also said that uh he filmed a bunch of commercials for this movie and mm -hmm. all of them were lost to time like two made it in oh my god can you imagine what those things are probably so good (sighs) first off how do you not keep that shit well, the best one is when they're all dancing. dancing. That's my yeah. fucking favorite and one. That's always a coke commercial. Back, back when like guys used to wear like their underwear over like, like, over, over, like sweatpants. Yes. Dancing, yeah. yeah. The best. The best. Yeah. So then it cuts to the weird kid. He's at the grocery store. Oh my god, I love the scene. And crazy. He steals that black kid's like oh my god. Uh, the stuff. Oh, whoa. And, he, yes. and he knocks it out of his hand. And then he starts tarting out and he like fucking he, this this scene reminds me of uh Lewis Tully in Ghostbusters. When Lewis Tully tards out and he like trips over, he, remember when he's like in front of the horse right. and he trips over the woman's groceries? <laughs> he the, yeah, he tards out and he like smashes into the thing and runs down the aisle. Oh or whatever. The supermarket attendants are like completely inept in catching this kid. Oh yeah. shit! This stuff apparently can be refrigerated or, it can or be frozen room temperature or, yeah. or like it's, it's whatever, just whatever, whatever I, you I, need it to be. In the any only thing situation. I like about this was clear like all the containers were empty, so whenever yeah. he hit something, they just went flying. Mm-hmm. And made like a hollow sound. Yeah. 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 And it's funny as shit because like when he's hitting all that stuff off the shelf, they, they show him hitting stuff off shelf. And then in the next scene, he just hit shelf off. He stuff, hit the stuff off the shelf for like a second. It's all over the yeah. ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's like all over the ground, like in a strange way. Yeah. It like it's been placed there. So he's going berserk, like God mode, destroying everything. And while he's doing that, it cuts back to uh, Mo who meets some uh, FDA guy. And oh it, my god Vickers. and his huge dog balls yeah <laughs> all you see is that dog's nuts just like swinging around the and whole fucking it, time this whole like interaction is so strange first off like the it's a great dane and it's the entire scene ben. he's looking at mm-hmm. it's it's looking at the handler the entire time and Seth yes. just keeps, think, keeps thinking of the fucking michael jackson ben song mm-hmm. ben the two of us need look no more <laughs> I just I think I made a numbuga face, was but I'm not sure. <laughs> was he singing that to his rat? Yeah, it's it like his pet from, rat. It was about his pet rat. Yeah, or it was right? for a movie. It was like movie Willard. Yeah. Is that like it's well, about the rat? The song like no, he not sit- for Willard. What? No, but there was like an, wasn't there an other Willard like before that? I thought that was like an original. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. so let's talk about yeah, how awkward but- the scene is. First off, <laughs> this scene is completely fucking awkward, it and we learned we learned in the beyond if you're gonna if you're gonna have a dog attack somebody in a film you get a shepherd because shepherds will fucking tear anything up Mm -hmm. a drop of a hat instead they have a great dane great danes are assholes and um you just don't know that well like a lot no they're gentle giants we're talking about Mm -hmm. Uh, giants. there's a lot of scenes in this movie that just seem there for part of the story okay the best part though but it seems to me like they had like this is how it was we have one day to film this we got one day with the actor and and we got to just make it work and if the scene comes across however comes across that's what we got to work with yeah. So deal with the takes I mean, you got. The dog does pull the phone line out of the wall. Let's that just talk about was that. Amazing. That's amazing. Right. He you, does it. It's later. So he's like weirdly afraid of. He, <laughs> he's he's trying weird, to interview yeah, this yeah. FDA guy. He's weirdly yeah. afraid of the dog for of some reason. Dog. I right. thought the dog um, was like 
being controlled by the stuff. people or something. Well, he, yeah. like, that's why he's he been feeding him the stuff. So, yeah. like, has he? But he's been eating the stuff too, right? So, why no, is he no. under the influence? So let's, so let's go. What it's happens? Not clear. So, what yeah. happens? Basically, the overall arc that happens is he Mo goes there. Mo, Mo's yeah. asking a bunch of questions or whatever. Blah blah blah. He approved basically. The stuff for sale. Basically, what what's what's his what's that guy's name? Tony what? Ayala. Ayala. Danny Ayala. Danny Ayala. Ayala. Whatever. Anyway, he ends up giving giving Mo some documents. Um, he, and then fucking yeah. Mo, leave, awesome. Mo leaves. Okay. And then he, when he leaves, uh, before he leaves, Mo finds like, a a, a, a freaking whole room. a whole room full of, of stuff, stuff or whatever. Yeah. He goes to get himself a, a drink of water. Yeah. He also, yeah, the guy comments that he's feeds it. He eats it and he also feeds it to Ben. So, yeah. you know, that they're both eating that shit. And then freaking Mo leaves. When Mo leaves, he pulls up at like an ice cream place at like two thirty mm-hmm. in the morning and they're still serving the stuff there. And he's like, oh, that's weird. So anyway, when he leaves, um, the more, dog starts flipping out, and, dogs, and Danny Aiello is trying to this awkwardly is, act. More. He's awkwardly acting towards the dog who is not doing anything in the scene. It's strange. Whatsoever. You're trying to like you're. I, I still don't. I mean, I've seen this movie so many times, and you, I don't understand like what the point was. Like, no, it is it's, odd. It's the, well, it's this is the first part where like. For a very split second, you see the stuff attack somebody yeah. out of the dog's mouth. But like yeah. they're both eating that was the stuff. So weird. So this. So essentially, well, this the stuff is attacking itself. No, they explain that it takes longer for certain people and certain individuals and certain Casey animals to be come over by the stuff. Right. So we're taken over by the stuff. So he so, wasn't taken over yet, but the dog was. Okay. Yeah, so and the dog goes to attack him slash lick his face. Lick, no, lick <laughs> his neck. Exactly. Yeah, what lick was his neck. What are you yeah. doing, Ben? Aggressively <laughs> lick his neck. When I, before I saw it, I was like, oh my god, is this going to be like the Beyond? No. Basically, I'm what, surprised they kept not, that. I'm they, surprised they kept that scene in the fucking movie. They basically just like smeared peanut butter on that guy's neck. Yeah, and oh, yeah. And the dog was like licking it. The the FDI the FDA guy dying is irrelevant to the rest of the movie anyway. Yep, so yeah. I don't know why they kept that in there. It's just filler, you know. Yeah, for the movie, I guess to get that one one thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that one thirty. Yeah, true. Gotta well, get that feature film length. We're on we're on one twenty. How do we get one thirty? Put some more commercials in there. Now we already have yeah. two. What's the what's the the effect for the dog's mouth opening up? <laughs> stuff coming. Oh, out. the worst. Oh, I like how like the guy who did the special effects to in the extras. He's like, well, the special effects were really difficult because we had to do a lot of like weird stuff with film. No, you had a good opportunity to do some really cool shit with like weird heads exploding. Yeah. You're and right. You could and a dog exploding, and you didn't do any of that. I shit almost really got the well. impression this was like a scanners type of film where you're waiting until the end to get to that one yeah. iconic part i thought i also got the impression that that guy who who picked up to do the special effects he was a little in over his head yeah i think he just like picked up he just took a little bit bigger bigger bite than he can chew with the movie he's like yeah because rick baker was supposed to do it and rick baker was way too busy so rick baker's like here you do it then and that guy was like yeah yeah i'll do it and then once he probably saw all the shit that was involved he's yeah. like whoa fucking shit uh, green screen. I don't know. Green <laughs> screen and another green screen. And he got a bunch of other people involved. He's like, you, you can do that, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. You can do that. And I think the point was so that they could figure out where they needed to go next, which was Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To the strange little town. Well, they explained this, that this FDA guy was like, everybody else was they either missing or, or gone. And he was the only yeah. FDA guy mm-hmm. left that mm-hmm. he could find. So they, yeah, they go to Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> AKA Virginia or Gary, Indiana. And as you know, if you go to, if you go to Camden, you're going to get lost and you're going to get attacked. And you're like, I just took one turn off Martha Luther King Boulevard. I don't understand <laughs> how I got here. And then you get attacked. And that's exactly what happens. He meets chocolate chip, Charlie. 
And, um, and a really, no, first he meets a really awkwardly sketchy gas, gas yes. station attendant. Oh, yes. He's wanting him, you oh, want to see my bathroom? I mean, yeah. I just put the appliances in there. You, I got the a bathroom. new towel. A new towel. Yeah, a new towel. You want to come into my bathroom? And then he's like, oh, what's that, that car over there? Like, have you ever seen it before? Just covered in dirt. Looks like it's been parked there for months. It was the car okay. from the Burbs that they that they used. Yeah. And he, he goes over there. The gas attendant just runs off. And then fucking chocolate chip Charlie like ninja yeah. attacks just, some. Oh my ninja god! From the roof. I like how whenever With his deadly wh- weapons. <laughs> oh yeah, when he says <laughs> whenever the stuff is inhabiting a person and they're trying to do something non-suspiciously is the most suspicious <laughs> shit. Oh my god! Oh, god. Yes, I'm going to dive into these woods <laughs> very non-suspiciously. So like Mo gets him off of him and he's like, "You're chocolate chip Charlie," and he's like, "Wow, well, sure as shit ain't Colonel Sanders." <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he's and pretty great. They basically find out that they're both like on a similar mission. Um, yeah, because he lost all of his shit to his company. His, his nephew yeah. sold out their stock, so mm-hmm. now he doesn't have his fucking cookie company. He's broke. So they they head to the post office to find out what the freak is going on. Yeah, and they meet like the clerk. It's not really a post office. It's kind of like a store. It's like a general yeah. store yeah. slash post, post office. office. Yeah. And the, the, the weirdest. He is acting sketchy as fuck. Yeah, too. so sketchy. Go away. Leave us alone. Mm-hmm. So they can find out all <laughs> the forwarding addresses to Georgia. And what's yeah. his name? Chocolate Chip Charlie's like, what do you mean, us, man? We're talking to you. <laughs> 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 and this is when you see like. Like product placement, like crazy, like Pepsi and Coke and shit. They're right, all right. over the place, all over the place. And I'm just like, what's up with because, that? But as Larry Cohen would say, this is a movie about consumerism. Mm-hmm. Consumerism. Oh, oh my god, the, the the extras were crazy yeah. on that. Crazy. And then Shady Guy leaves, goes to his. He's back like, oh yeah, like room. I just gotta go look for something. Best and line. It's like Charlie's like that man is in not is not in proper working order. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take him somewhere and get him x-rayed. And then they have like a whole conversation about whether or not they could take him or not. They're like, him over yeah. the head. Yeah. yeah. Put him in the trunk. He's like, listen, he's like, do that. listen, I, I run a high, high working establishment here. And he's like, I got a lo-fi approach to that. <laughs> Their chemistry on scene yeah, is oh my god, it's good. amazing. Yeah. It is good. That's I what, wish I wish ninety percent of this movie instead of that dumb bitch he's with. Yeah, just them two. It them, been too. them. Yeah. It, 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 let the woman be the chocolate chip Charlie at the end scene. Yes. And let everything else be these two. It would have been the best. Oh my god. Because they yeah exactly. You underused him. I'm sorry. Unless there was like a budgeting issue or something. But why yeah. didn't you use him more? Yeah. Because he's like gone. Wasn't Richard this. Pryor? I mean. They yeah. could have it. So then they hear moaning in the back room, and uh, Lethal Hands Charlie smashes the the bottle with door. As that happens, yeah. the line of foam. Oh yeah, escapes through the window. It's going through the door. Through yeah. the magic of editing, yeah, it escapes through the window. Stop action, and you see the corpse's like elongated jaw. Yep. And the first thing the chocolate chip Charlie says oh is, "Oh my god, no man's mouth can open that wide." <laughs> a woman's, yeah, but not a man. <laughs> And, um, so they follow through the window. This is my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, this line. One of my favorite parts. Yeah. So they get like accosted they, by a group of people, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> is it Chocolate Chip Charlie that says it to him, or he's like, the only thing Chocolate Chip Charlie knows better than fighting is running. <laughs> well, oh my god, pick a direction. <laughs> and there's a boat there from the beyond oh that was God. left there <laughs> from when they yeah. attacked the Seven Doors Hotel. Oh, yeah, it's oh, exactly and again, there's a rickety ass boat, and he's fighting him, and they're just like. Deflating. Oh my when god! He punches them. But no. did you guys see that the guy pushes them yes. like in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's but supposed to be attacking, but really he's just pushing the boat out. Yeah. The one Flannel. scene where he punches the dude in the lower jaw oh, and it, like, like breaks it breaks apart. Off. But where's it from? What movies are from? The thing. 
Well, the fucking tentacles and oh, bullshit yeah. underneath all the appliances oh, yeah. underneath. Well, the hit the people that come to attack them look like hipsters from like a <laughs> neighborhood with garden tools. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, the attacker guy just pushes as they're getting in the boat. The one attacker that's supposed to be quote unquote attacking them pushes literally the boat. pushes the boat right. pushes perfectly it, yeah. into the water. Yep, it, it, it's pretty mind. It, it's it's pretty great. It's pretty fucking great. So now, like, what's the first thing you do after you get accosted by a bunch of like weird gooey? Yo, I'm, I'm going to a diner. diner get I'm, a coffee. I'm yeah. hungry. And you announce that you're there about the stuff, mm-hmm. and then you split up. <laughs> right, pretty much, and you get a ride with a trucker. He's like, he's like "Yo, excuse me, do you have any of this stuff here?" And she's like, "I wish we're out." Meanwhile, can't wait- even get the stuff; it's on back order. Yeah, the waitress, and then immediately she goes into the back, like the freezer, and she opens it up, and it's like chock full of like stuff. a million yeah, crazy. Hairs. And you're like something's fishy about that. I'm gonna put that back in my mind. Yeah. Put that my in my mind. Brain. Yeah. Man and this brain. is where he told him to go find she's- that FBI guy, right? right. Frank Herbert yeah. from what, what, the book. From... What was the book series? Oh, from Dune. <laughs> Dune. Not June. Dune. I was going to say from June. With a D. With, with a D's nuts. That's right. Take D's. <laughs> D. Mm-hmm. A cradle right And in. then we're back to tiny John Travolta. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, they're basically, they're, they're basically, I guess they're trying to tell you that they're on to Mo at this point, and it's confirmed. Well, hold on. The, what the, happens? The stuff, the stuff hit and run van? Yeah. That tries to oh, run over? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's like crossing the wall. You see like the one oh, woman yeah. that, that's like serving it and like the thing she's like, he's crossing the street right now. He's crossing the street. And then the fucking van tries to run him over and he's like, he for boogans out of the way at the last second. And then he's like, he goes to a rich guy's place. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like the CEO of the company. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and he's like, I never partake in the stuff. I just sell it. They came to me and I just make money off of it. He's like, I don't eat the damn shit. My doctor say shine to the shine. Right, and he immediately like wants to hire Mo and as his head of security. No, right. but no, right? but this is the biggest what the fuck moment. The next scene, he's suddenly dating Nicole. Well, I didn't understand that yeah, either. Their there relationship was, well, was not clear. The first time she met him, she was like, "Oh, do they have room service at that hotel?" I do remember. Right, he was, that. To, he, yeah. was gonna, he was gonna. He was posing as somebody who was gonna buy her ad agency, yeah. right. and he's like, "You want to go back to my limo?" She's like, "We can go back to my limo." He's like, "But my limo's bigger." Yep. Why not as big as my limo? I was like, I was, yeah. I was, no, my Stiglitz, my Stiglitz is big. I got a stretch Stiglitz out the back. He's like, you yo, see it? He's like, yo, my Stiglitz, it, it's touching my ankle right now. My Stiglitz just moved. I'm gonna tell you, yeah, but it's just very strange. It is odd uh, because there's no explanation. It was forced. Of it. And, and, and again, yeah. this is these are the scenes where like she didn't ad lib at all. She was going off the script. Her role is yeah. like just so yeah. pointless. I don't as know well. why she's in this fucking movie. She, uh, him, her, and Jason. I don't well, know why you're in this movie. Paul Sorvino needed someone to be. To, oh my god, to be inappropriate in yeah. Paul Sorvino's yeah. role. You're like, oh my god, it's just like so many just weird characters. Mm-hmm. See. Right, and, and and then the guy who did the video nasties, um, the film critic says a lot of things. He's like, you never know where this movie's going because he just throws in these weird. You think you know where it's going, and it's like a weird character comes in, like Paul mm-hmm. Sorvino, and completely turns. Like, it, what yeah. is right. that? You know. Um, he he also admi- uh, Mo also admits he's not an oil like millionaire, and he's like an indis- industrial saboteur. He's like, I'll trade yeah. sins with you if you give me the brown knot. <laughs> and then like they bring up Ralph Nader, yeah, somewhere Nader. in there. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. Oh really? I missed that. Mm-hmm. So. dropping Ralph Nader. Um, and then at the lab, like, have you heard of this guy, Bernie Sanders? Oh, he this, wants this- to take the FDA and turn it upside this down. This is the biggest reach of the whole movie, though. <laughs> At the lab, one of the scientists shows him the article of the weird kid 
who's yes. oh yeah who and he's destroy like the supermarket drop everything i gotta meet I'm this going. kid yeah, yeah. They, what to work the, him into the plot at the end of that the movie. is the I biggest like, no, i, I was like yeah. i was like co hey co co you're reaching you're reaching yeah. you're reaching because then we're a tiny he's not crucial to the plot at all he's no. like we gotta have all the lines intersect on the plot map do they intersect? <laughs> yes, they do, Larry. Okay, let's fucking film it. So, um, the kid who's grounded, he goes downstairs. But and, first, um, he's bouncing a ball real hard up in his mm-hmm. room. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to get someone mad at him, I guess. But they're all entranced by that stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit. He goes downstairs and he finds all the foods in the trash, and the family's eating nothing but the right. stuff. Now, and isn't this one my favorite commercials playing? When he was before he came down, he was in, in his room. Yeah. But they're dancing in the, in the alleyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, with the with the fucking underwear. Yeah. Uh-huh. When she used to wear the underwear over their yep. fucking. Sweatpants. Is this supposed to be like a Cindy Lauper like video or mm-hmm. something? This is like in eighties. Everything was dancing in the eighties. I'm gonna buy. Know, yeah. I'm gonna buy a bunch of freaking like tidy whities I'm gonna dye them bright orange, and then I'm gonna order a bunch of goddamn sweatpants. This is for the winter, by the way. <laughs> then I'm gonna order a bunch of like gray sweatpants. And I'm gonna wear the bright orange tidy whiteies that are now bright orange yeah, the, the, over the gray sweatpants. But the sweatpants nice. have to come up mid calf, and then you have to have white ankle socks that come up. Oh, it's all gonna happen this winter. Yeah, yeah scrunchy this, socks this winter, bruh. Yeah, scrunchy tube socks. Yep. Um. Yeah, he goes downstairs. They're all just hanging out. The brother is playing a video game. Right. The mom not really. The mom's like, "This is better than Jane Fonda." Mm-hmm. Why are you talking like you're in my, a commercial? My mom almost lost my brother doing Jane Fonda. What? My Go mom. ahead, continue the story. Yeah, when she was pregnant. When she was pregnant. Okay, she was doing Jane Fonda, and she almost lost and lost little sh- little sh- really little working out st- too hard. Little showstopper. I used to do Jane Fonda workouts with my mom. She should have yeah. done sweat into the oldies. Too many uh, Kegel Simmons. exercises. And my mom was like, and then my mom had like a huge clot, and then they took like X-rays, and they're like, yeah, this, you're gonna lose a baby in the next couple of days. Oh my Holy God. shit! Yeah, and then the clot passed, and then the clot passed, and then it was the clot became Sean. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, so poor I, Sean! Why Sean's so little? So that's why I said all the time. I was like, Sean, you're a clot. <laughs> that's what happened to you. You're just a. Is clot. this also the brother that used to get so upset he would like yes. forget how to breathe? Yeah, exactly. That's why okay. he's all. That's why he's all fucked there up. Is, he's yeah. also got like a. He's got like a. He's got a dot on the middle of his head, and his my mom says that's where the angel kissed him. What is it really from, Jesse? Things moms would say. I I don't know. I just say it's from the clot. It's the clot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just from the stuff. Is there is there a horror movie, The Clot, that we could cover? The Clot. <laughs> the Star- Clot. Oh my god. Starring the showstopper, my brother. <laughs> this is when the uh, Jason's trying to rebel against his parents, and they're all trying to like science the shit out of. Oh my group organisms move. Oh my Jason. god, his dad. His dad has the biggest monologue right yeah, They're like, good for us, Jason. They kill some, the bad things inside of us. Yeah, there's yeah. something alive in yogurt. It's called benign bacteria. He's like, don't you know anything? Did, J- Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, she's a hermaphrodite. She's a hermaphrodite, but she knows a lot of important things about yogurt. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should listen to her. And listen to all the beneficial Greeks. Yeah. All the yogurt. The Greeks know all about the yogurts. The yogurts uh, f- from the Greeks. Um, I'm just gonna tell you something, bro. Um, they know lots. And then the brother's like, "You eat it as much of it as you can. You keep eating it. I mean, it's yeah. just simple math. One plus one equals two. Understand?" And so the family sends him upstairs. Well, he runs, and yeah. the dad sends the other brother, the brother, to get him, oh, and he brings yeah. him back inside, and they. They try to make him eat it. So that he takes a container yeah. up to his room. They're like, you go upstairs and do it. So he goes to the bathroom. the old bathroom trick with the food. He puts it down the toilet. Puts it down the yep. toilet. That's and what I used to do. Melissa it. didn't want to eat her scrambled well, eggs. Yeah, but. To the toilet. This is what Scrambled dad, eggs. Why wouldn't you want to eat scrambled I eggs? I hate 
Dude, eggs. I love when I was eggs. over my grandma's eggs, as a kid, fucking hated them. When I was over my grandma's house, I used to put my. She used to have cloth napkins, and I would make that shit into <laughs> yep. a toilet satchel. Yeah, and I would put and I would chew up my food, and I would spit it into the toilet satchel, <laughs> and I would take it into the bathroom, plop that shit in there, yep. and be done deal. And I'd be like, "You want a dessert, bro? Did she I not? Yep. Did she not? Do you like her cooking? Like, what was it? I it just was did. fucking canned green beans. No, she would make things I didn't like. No, it wasn't. No, it was asparagus. It was canned green beans would, for me. And she would make crown roast all the time mm. and prime rib. My dad's yeah. obsessed with prime rib too, and it's just nothing but fat. And she'd oh, be like, so she was like, eat your prime rib, and I would look at my plate, and it would just be blood and fat. <laughs> <laughs> like prime ribs, like ninety percent fat, five percent meat. It's, it's like it's so it's nasty. One hundred and ten percent delicious. It's so, okay? so nasty. I watch my dad eat it. And my dad's like slurping up fat That's and so gristle, gross. and I'm like, get your dad. And he's, and, I was, and he's like, for Christmas, we're having prime rib. And I was like, yeah, thanks. I'm not eating with you. <laughs> I was like, but I'll have some salad yeah, or something. You should have invited me over. I'm like, I'll take some of that prime rib. Well, the dad says to him, now you can stay in your room until you finish that. And then you can become part of the family again. <laughs> oh, oh, guys, did you, did you see the Motley Crue shout the devil poster in the bathroom? Oh, my God. So random. Jesse was so excited really? about I was that. like, why is it? Yeah. I was like, I guess it's supposed to be the kid's bathroom. But like, what? That's a random place. Yeah, yeah. that's random. Shout out the devil. Yeah, I love this part, though, because he, he puts it in the toilet, and then it's like starts moving around in the toilet bowl yep. and like climbing up. And he just flushes it. Close shave America. Yeah. And then he gets, Close shave yeah. Barbasol. He, he's like, oh, how can I like replace this? Right. And he, puts, he fills it with shaving cream. And I was like, I why is he so going back down there then yeah. with it completely full? Oh, yeah, it was real stupid. And then the way he's like smoothing it down, like his brother yeah. saw him doing it. And then he's eating it, and I'm like, is he really fucking eating shaving cream right now? And wouldn't it smell like shaving yeah. cream? Like, that is a potent and His family, thing. His yeah. family's eating or whatever, and talking yeah. about how, like, they're never tired or whatever. The dad's like, my stig never goes limp, and your yeah. mother's quig never gets dry now that we're, <laughs> oh now that we're eating properly. Mm-hmm. I could just go for hours and hours and hours just pounding yeah. her quig, and it just yeah. is always wet. I guess that's how they figure out that he's not really on the stuff is well, because, because he wants no, to Jason's go to like bed. Dad, no, dad. he runs away. Remember, he's, like, eating, and then he runs away because he's going to throw no, up. No, Jason's like, Dad, yeah. you're oversharing too much about my mom's quigs. He's like, Dad, I didn't want to ever think about mom's quigs. And and I'm gonna be sick now. I need to mm-hmm. I need to leave. And he runs outside. And he's like, I want to tell you more about your mom's quigs. Get back here! <laughs> and then Mark pulls up. And he's like, I heard you're talking about your mom's quigs, but get in. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Per- I know. Oh my God. He gets in because he says, I saw it move too. No, he says, I was itchy in bed too at one point. <laughs> get in the car. Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, I saw a stig not go limp for five hours. Get in. <laughs> Do you have a sweaty palm? Get in the car. He's like, I know about the the quigs not getting dry for four hours as well. You better get in here, boy. It's going down. Yeah. But no, seriously, do you have a sweaty palm? And he gets in there, throws up. <laughs> he throws up in the back. Seat. Oh my god, it, that is the that, worst. This, so weird. This is he what the kid. This is what the kid does. He just leaned over. This is what he does. He goes. I'm sorry, sir. I just I threw up everywhere. I had to eat shaving cream. Well, everybody has to eat shaving cream. We didn't yeah. mention this is this is Michael Moriarty's delivery. Well, we all have to eat shaving cream every <laughs> once in a while. Energy. Every line, as if it's, if it's a, a common knowledge, and he also like is very like moving yeah. around. He's yeah, it's Forrest Gumpy. Yeah, it's like very Forrest Gump, almost not juddy, but like yeah. he's like a southern attorney. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, I'm gonna be overly animated every time I have and a ha- line, and he has a spray tan, but not like a spray tan like like today's spray tan. It's like a spray tan if someone dipped like <laughs> if, if, if someone dipped a paintbrush in like in like cocoa powder and like flick the brush on someone's face <laughs> that's what his spray tan looks like oh my God. like very like subtle but a spray tan he's almost like i feel like he's almost like a little bit like uh 
Foghorn Langhorn. He's like, I say, yeah. I say, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I say, not, not as dramatic as that. Right, right. Yeah, but, but, but close. But, but close. <laughs> he's, he's in that realm. Yeah. That, I, I say, I say, boy, you got a sweaty palm over there. And you, sir, you, sir, you have a sweaty palm. Come inside my realm. <laughs> and I say that quigs. That quigs can go all night long. <laughs> so then him and the chick lie well, to Georgia. Yeah, he just takes them on the airplane. Yep. He's like, I'm going to take this kid. We're yep. going to fly. Again, this is where, like, the, the Jeff's kid- saying he's reaching and shoehorning Jason into oh the bottom line yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah. So, like, yeah, what is the purpose? Like, I would be like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, Star, why? Why did, you, <laughs> why did you come all this way to get me? And he'd be like, because, um... Yeah, he didn't really talk to him. Because reasons. I mean, you're just coming with me, kid. Yeah. Because I saw you in the paper, and it's a plot device. I mean, you ever hear of, um... The, the, the sex trade industry. God damn oh, it! Man. <laughs> oh, uh, well, welcome to it, because uh, that's what you're about to go into. Yeah, you're a noose. It's, it's mine now. Stop. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so they fly to Georgia, mm-hmm. and um, they meet with uh, no, no, the Mo, factory. Mo, Mo just leaves the kid in the plane. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, I got this kid, but fuck yeah. him. If we're not back in three hours, fly to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Like, because he's no got reason. some master fucking yeah. plan. Right. But then the pilot is immediately attacked by the stuff. Yeah. Right. By Jason, the creepy gas station the, the, attendant. The pilot right. gets, like, bukkakied by, like, an elephant yeah. or something. Like, you don't know. It's yeah. just Jason's, like, Jason's still yeah. itching the back. He's scratching. <laughs> Jason wakes up to witness this. Like, he, perfect timing. He, he wakes up yeah. and the whole plane's getting filled with, like, love juice. And he, and he runs into the woods. Yep. And then he's in like a clothes, and then he's like in the woods. He finds it's like Predator. It's yeah. like yeah. Predator, fucking goddamn. I'm waiting for like Arnold to like scream in the tree. He finds the like original mine, I guess, where the stuff came yeah. from. Yeah. And then his logic is to climb up on top of a, a, tank, a gas tanker. Oh my god! And to go inside everybody. of it. I was like, is he really seriously gonna fucking go in there? Oh, oh, he, oh, he do it, kid. Yeah, he do it. He's either the the smartest or or the dumbest, and it turns mm-hmm. out he's the dumbest. Yeah. First he, off, you would suffocate. Oh, it's yeah, just pretty rapidly. He would ever do that. I mean, he could have had an oxygen tank in his pocket, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah. So and then turns, it, turns out no, they're all getting a tour of the factory right, by the yellow balloompas. Yeah. And uh, then they go back to the hotel room, right? Yep. And they get they say they're going to get adjoining rooms, but they end up getting one room, and this mm-hmm. is where. They're in bed together and she yeah. cracks her neck. Well, they, yes. think, they think that the weird kid is also in Savannah now. They're like, well, yeah. I, guess, I guess that weird kid's in, in he Savannah. He could have Jennifer connolly himself all the way back to the yeah. East Coast by now. <laughs> Who knows where he is? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's where he's at. You on board with that? I'm on board with mm-hmm. that. And then, the, what, Abe Bogota is in this commercial? Abe Bogota, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then oh, where's the they beef? don't have the stuff, Abe. Yeah. Where's the stuff? It keeps me from menopause, Abe. Oh my god, I need it in my vajumpton. How's right the in my stuff? Vajumpton. Yeah. No, he's like, where? Uh, how's the food, sweetheart? And she's like, where's the stuff? Mm-hmm. And then the pillow well, it keeps my quigs nice and juicy down there. You <laughs> yeah. know, I dried out she- when I hit fifty. And. They're sleeping, right? And then the stuff. <laughs> Steph's got nothing. No, 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 I don't even comment. Steph, All right, cool. Steph's we're not bringing nothing we're, we're today. Moving on. Steph's not bringing a damn the thing. Stuff co- <laughs> to this episode. She's like, I'm just going to read the paper. <laughs> She's cracking her neck. <laughs> no, crack your knuckles. Crack your knuckles. I like don't she crack did. my knuckles. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So yeah, Michael Moriarty wakes up to the face hugger pillow. Mm-hmm. Jazzing all over his face. And she decides immediately yep. that I'm going to burn his oil fucking lamp. face. Yeah, yeah. Oil lamp. Wait, why are there oil lamps there in the hotel room? Hashtag reasons. Yeah. yeah. 
She's, she wants and to she make, sets his face on fire. She's like, I saw this movie Cropsy. It was the best. And they just fucking burned him like in his in his fucking bed yeah. with like shit. And, but it was really Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. But it was still, still, it was really cool. And they burned the shit out of him. So I'm going to do that. And they do it. Yeah. And then some random guy just comes yeah, out of the bathroom. Harris from the Beyond walks in like a flannel. <laughs> and he says yeah. something like distrust or some <laughs> weird bullshit. Oh, yeah. I was led to believe he was also possessed by the stuff. Right. And then the stuff attacks him. Yeah. 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 Right. Which makes no sense. And the Freddy Krueger. But he room. mumbles some. some Bullshit. And then he says, Moon Child. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's attacked by the But if you watch yeah. the VHS version, it's like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole room just fills up with right. stuff. Yeah, because it starts coming out of the mattress and, and they then set it, it pushes fire. the guy up the They're wall. They're like, that was meant for us. No Look, yeah. fucking shit. Larry it was, was meant like, for you. We paid. $5,000 for this room for five minutes. Yeah. We're going to make use of it. Okay. So this random, mm-hmm. random guy is going to come in and he's just going to be consumed by the stuff. And all right. That's like, what's going to happen. All the way on the left of the wall and they start blasting him with the stuff and it's completely missing him. Mm-hmm. And then somehow he's like engulfed. It's strange. It's Through very the strange. Magical power of editing. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. And it's, they got outside. It's still cool. No, and then we cool. get another fake yeah. driving sequence when they're right. on a bumpy road. Well, no, no, I, like, hold on, I like when they go outside, though. When when Mo and um, Nicole finally get outside, Nicole's like, are you okay? And Mo's like, don't touch me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was just stressed. I don't know. It was so odd. I, I, think, it's, I think it's because, well, I think he says don't touch me because he thinks he has a stuff has on a him. stuff on him, but yeah. then, It like, doesn't come off like that, But though. then there's other scenes where they're like, Quick, yeah. touch it. Pretend you're eating it. Yeah, like but she did. Exactly. But she did set him on fire. So maybe he's a little perturbed by that. Uh, it's just strange. It yeah. is, it's odd. He's like, yeah. bitch, don't touch me, motherfucker. And does that? He does that weird like head thing. I say, I say, don't touch me. I say, I say, boy. So and then they show Jason who is still inside that damn tanker truck, mm-hmm. um, and then men come to fill it up with the stuff. Oh, this is when we get the giant superimposed image of the stuff in the pool. Yes. Yeah. With the, what, mush, the mushrooms like coming up out of the Mushrooms. Like, hold on, guys. Of all the things you could, uh, of all the cool things you could make possibly coming up from this thing, right. why would you. Like, like a skull or like something. Indiscernible mushrooms. Yeah. What the I, fuck I think was they that? Were trying it was like to be, little Loch Ness monsters. I think they were trying to be cerebral with it. Like, this is what a microbe. Kind of like a like yeah, a I mean, yeah. or something looks like, but uh, it did. It reminded me like a mushroom. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what yeah. I it does look like a mushroom. Yeah. It's like a stalk with a weird like yeah. segmented yeah. head. <laughs> I know. I don't know. That's the first thing I thought of. Was but a it, mushroom. It, it, did it look threatening? It did look threatening. It looks it just looks, fucking stupid. It looks goofy. Yeah. yeah, it looks real goofy. Um, so yeah, you find the stuff comes. Uh, what does he say? He's like the stuff comes straight from the center of the earth and into our supermarket. So like, first of all, you don't know that this shit comes straight from the center of the earth. It comes from yeah. a from a pool and uh, the quarry or whatever the about, hell it is. Uh, for all you know, it's getting pumped there and stored there, but you don't. You this know is that. when Nicole cracks yes. her knuckles and she's like, "I'm on board. I'm yeah. do this right now." I hate that. So his plan, guys. This is his master plan, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. His plan to prove that the stuff comes from the center of the earth is to steal a truck. Yep, a tanker, which that could have come from anywhere. Exactly, it makes no sense. Um. Which, how about you? How about you so take he that? Can ca- rescue Jason. First off, they already they already uh, set that he had a camera when he went and did the plan tour. You couldn't just yep. bring the camera with you yeah. to the exactly. quarry and yep. taking the pictures of it and been done with it. Imagine this movie filmed in 2016, iPhone, iPhone seven, <laughs> right? Done, done, done deal. Mm-hmm. But Larry Cohen was like, no, he has to save Jason somehow, so we have to have him stealing the tanker. 
He's like, no, 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 out. you're not looking at the graph. The lines don't intersect on the goddamn plot chart. Where's Jason on the plot chart? Well, I mean, um, what a coincidence that they picked that one tanker that... Yeah, well, he hears him in it. Yeah. Well, for and such, that's why. For such a plentiful, like, food source with, like, zero overhead, um, as far as, like, you know, producing it, there's no security. Yep. There's, like, yeah. two security guards on the ground right next to, like, where there's the source like, is. There's, state troopers or whatever. But there's no fucking fence or anything like that, so Michael Moriarty just walks in, like, infiltrations. Well, and he happens like, to have... Like, it's total infiltration. yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. It's like how John came on the podcast one day. It's like one day... Infiltrations. Yeah, well, it's like one day John wasn't on the podcast, and the next day John was, like, a fourth member. And then Je- and Jesse was like... <laughs> I need to have them eyebrows on this podcast. <laughs> I can't do this podcast anymore without them eyebrows. It was like one day John was like a guest and the next day he was like on full time. And, and, and stuff was like Jess infiltrations. It was like he, he's more Michael Moriarty. <laughs> I say, I say, you rock, boy. <laughs> oh, shit. Jesse was like, his nickname be Mo because I just had to have Mo of him on this podcast. He plants the uh, explosives like super easy, super mm-hmm. fucking. First of all, we don't even establish that he has explosives. Yeah, guys, oh, he's pulling out this, a sock or something. My favorite thing ever is how all, right, all these guys that are like security guards are dressed in yellow, but some of the security guards have yellow sun visors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not all of them. Only some. Yeah, that was in the factory. Yeah, oh, I think that was. Like, I think that was the level. It was very weird. It was. It was the kind of the best. Yeah, and then he beats up that guy behind the truck. Takes his hat, but then just puts it on a truck. Like, mm. eh, I could blend in more, but I'm not gonna. He's like, oh, I should put on this yellow yeah. visor. It's kind of, kind of fucking awesome. But he here's doesn't Jason. Oh my Ooh. god, that interaction's so corny. What? When he hears Jason in the tanker, because like when he yeah. puts, his, he's like, Jason, I'm gonna save you right now. But what Jason hears is perfectly clear, like yeah. and loud, like he's in there yeah. with him. Uh he gets the truck. Not, not to mention they've been pouring the stuff into the tanker, oh, and then we it get shots of. We get shots of him actually in the tanker moving around and then shots of him superimposed on an image of the tanker behind a green screen (laughs) moving around on what's clearly a flat surface, but he's on the edges of it. So it looks like he's (laughs) (laughs) over. Like, why? Just why? Michael Moriarty, like, Chuck Norris is a shit out two guys and then he Mm -hmm. takes off. He detonates the fucking explosives. And then a miniature version of the quarry explodes and then covers the stuff over. And the collapsing rocks into the custard mushroom people. (laughs) <laughs> and uh oh we we forgot i forgot to mention that um before oh, yeah. he goes down in the quarry he told nicole to go back to the truck or whatever yeah. and meet him at like a certain intersection right. so yeah. at, when he's gone when he hauls ass out of there with the truck um it c- cuts back to nicole she's getting attacked by uh, at the truck by, by the like, gas station the attendant. weird guy yeah. he's randomly right. there yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mo runs him over with the truck. Um, oh, wow. runs his so legs bad. over. His head explodes. And his head explodes. It's fucking. And awesome. then marshmallows yeah. go everywhere. Yeah. His body's like twitching. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's basically like uh, when I'm Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> A couple rabbit thrusts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, uh, it's it's done. It's done. Cummings. Um. So yeah, this is like uh, this is when he finally gets Jason out of the truck. Yeah. Yep. Right. And just as he's pulling Jason out of the truck, the mushroom, yeah, yeah. yeah. the mushroom stalks coming up. They, I guess, they do try to like make it seem like yeah. you know at that yeah. time it's you know one and the same thing. And then they're driving down the road. They get pulled over by the by police the, officer yeah. because like the, the hose. hose is hanging yeah. out the back. Yeah. And what does he say? Hey, your hose is hanging out back there. Are you gonna arrest me for indecent exposure? Well, I, I like <laughs> oh I like when the cops are chasing them and uh, M- uh, Mo's like they're all stuffies, stuffies. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that, that just became that term, a that term yeah, like came out of nowhere. Yeah. 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 Larry Cohen's like, "This is genius. I'm writing this in here. People yeah. are gonna be saying stuffies forever." He's like, yeah, it's, "We want to do the sequel and we're gonna do the trequel and everything." Yeah. Stuffies Part Three 
electric boogaloo, the stuffies return. Oh, my. And then, like, so the plan is to convince the cop to go eat some of the stuff that's leaking yep. out of the hose. Oh, I'm so hungry. I yeah. gotta go get some stuff. And, and it works. Yeah. Of course it works. He's like, I can get my stiglitz wet and all they that stuff. Him. And Mo hits him. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they fake eat it. It's like, yeah. so, but, like, I don't understand. Like, they're very, Why didn't it- they're very weird about, like, when this stuff wants to attack you right. and when it doesn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't attack them. They fake right. eat it. They have then, it. She, Nicole has it on her fucking mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, oh yeah, she's eating it. Like, she's cool with it in her mouth, and that's what I liked about her. <laughs> <laughs> you she cracked talk- her neck and put it in her mouth. You were talking about how hot she is. She is. She was so hot. And then I watched the extras on the other side, and I was like, yeah, well, she gained like uh, she gained like three extra inches of jaw. Dude, she's yeah. like thirty years older. She's like in her sixties. I know, but Steph, some, break. sometimes you just want to remember them as I they knew were. You were gonna, <laughs> you were oh my god! Sometimes you just want to remember them as they yes. were. Mm-hmm. And she was, and as she was, adorbs. Mm. Like I like, re- you, like you, you like right well, now. Well, you better take pictures of me like this like because Steph. when I'm yeah, sixty, so we can put them on you later. Steph, you're my angel, baby. <laughs> and when I look at you right now, I'm like, oh my god, so perfect. But when you're sixty-five, probably not. Okay. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I will not be inside. <laughs> I won't. I won't be inside. I tell you that all the time. I was like, we'll be best friends forever. <laughs> but, I, but I will not be inside at sixty-five. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a companionate marriage. Yeah. Right. Point. Right. You'll do fun things together. You just won't copulate. I, I was like, Steph, you can have the pool boy, and I can have you know some of them. We'll have mm-hmm. our we'll have our little you know things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the secret garden will we'll rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like we'll always have uh. the Jewish deli. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So then they is this where they just drive to a random ass castle, like, like castle. field, yeah. field, and yeah. all these army dudes come out, mm-hmm. and this is where we meet the good fella, Colonel Spears, Gromit Spears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a little pushy, this guy, Sor- Sorvino. Yeah. He wants to basically, like, rape Nicole, like, oh, ASAP. Yeah. Oh, immediately. And he's like, don't worry, you can reward me in a proper fashion when this is over. And he's yeah, like, it's and so Mor- gross. Mor- Mor- he's like, I believe you're moving in on my lady. Yep. And he's like, I wouldn't worry about that, son, you'll probably be a casualty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And Nicole's, yeah. like, excited about it. She's like, yeah, real man. <laughs> and then uh, Sorvino, he goes over to Nicole, and he's like, have you ever taken the L train? And she's like, ah, I don't know what that is. And he's like, it's my preferred position. I'll have you on your back, but it still allows me to maintain my power thrust and my, <laughs> and my, and my stamina. <laughs> and it's good for your joints, too. Yeah. And is this where he then ends up, somehow he transports his entire army right, on so, the smallest planes ever? Right, so what happens is, is that during Mo Rutherford's time in the FBI, this guy was like a militia mm-hmm. who was like he was like a militia leader that was paranoid about big government and yeah. shit in the water supply and commies trying to get into the top ranks Which of the is, government. Is still relevant to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Hillary Clinton. So but anyway, so he plays on his paranoia and basically conscripts him to go and attack the uh, the stuff plant. Right. And that's when we get them on a small like they clown car into this plane yep. right yeah. presumably mm-hmm. there's like four planes is there four planes there's a there's a few planes that again the guys the, come off of i guess that's where the budget went yeah, yeah. and then they, that's when we meet the taxi driver well first of all there are like 30 taxis just right. idling there. there for them yeah so that they can go because he has two radio stations or something that's oh, mentioned, yeah, he, he that's mentioned after they attack the plant yeah, yeah. yeah. So they go to like this plan or whatever. They gun down the worker that's operating the gate. 
And what does uh, Sorvino say? He's like, I kind of like the sight of blood. But, but this, this is, is disgusting. disgusting. Ugh, God. Attention, attention. The main gate has been <laughs> penetrated. All your stiglets should stand by and the quig should prepare for penetration. Oh my God, the best. That is the weirdest thing though. What does he say? Yeah. Outsiders are entering the main area. Follow the agreed, agreed upon, upon course of action. action. Yeah. Like, that is a weird. No, AKA, yeah. take your cyanide yeah. capsule. And they yeah. got in there because they brought back the stolen truck. Right. And the yeah. colonel goes in. He's like, come it on. It was a ruse. Come on, you stuffy son of a bitches. Yeah. That's the best. They oh get God. in there. They're all dead. Yeah, there's nobody around. And so Sarah Lyons coming up. They're like, don't let the kid in here. I don't want him to see it. Well, because they go in that room and everyone's dead. Yeah. yeah. And, and him and Nicole leave. Nope. And immediately. No resistance. I don't think yeah. they're armed, sir. Doesn't matter if they're armed. They're no they're match, match for, for the, the American, American boy. Oh we have God. never lost a war. What, what about, about Nam, sir? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. That's Larry Cohen. Like well, I got to work in this social commentary yeah. right in oh, this God. part we, here. We, we, we lost, lost that war at home, Sonny. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> then they find a bunch of bo- uh, bodies and um, with uh, they're like you weird, commie bastards. You cheated me <laughs> with weird engorged tongues. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 And what does he say? Like they must have issue- issued ca- cyanide capsules, yeah. standard. KGB procedure or some bullshit. It's all it's Jonestown all over again. And um, he bashes the guy's head and it's all desiccated and dried <laughs> yeah. out. And he's like, "Have you seen Life Force? It feels like this movie Life Force." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Nicole takes the weird kid to leave, and they uh, walk directly into the path of all the freaking shit that left all the corpses yeah, or whatever. Right. Which the is stuff the is stuff, like congealed yeah. into like it's coalesced in like one main and thing. They try to uh, they they run away from it and it bursts through a wall as they escape outside and basically nothing happens. Nope. It just <laughs> it bursts through the fucking wall. Oh, yeah. It could have gotten them a bunch guys. of times. A, I guess I don't know what happens to be honest with you. It bursts through a wall and it could be a good opportunity yeah. for it to like be a big creature yeah. that attacks yeah. them. And Servina's like we gotta leave. But no. It bursts through the wall and disappears. Yeah, and, and then so, the scene ends. I can't tell you what right. happens. Sorvino's like, well, uh, plan B, I have two radio stations, let's go there. Yeah. We'll, I, so we'll kill this thing with propaganda. The question I have is like, can this stuff always move or can it only move sometimes? Right. Can it only yeah, live because so it can, long can be outside the body? In, ca- in containers, it doesn't make any sense. Why does it need bodies? Well, it wants to be in the containers because it wants to get in the people. We need yeah. to use the scientific method to break this down. But you know what my problem, this next scene is so weird because... Spears is standing with Nicole with his arm around her, holding her heels in his hand. Did you even notice that? Yeah. 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 Why? Well, you find out more about that like, later. They're I'll, like I'll, hanging. I'll get into that. I got, okay. I got, a, little bit, I got, I got a little bit deeper on that in a second okay. for you, Steph. Uh-oh. Okay. Because I read a little into that, but um, I got a little more behind the scenes on that for and you. And this is when he talks about the radio stations. So then it turns out the Colonel owns not one, but two radio stations so they can conveniently broadcast a warning to people about the stuff. Yeah. So then on a plane again, um, Sorvino's working on Nicole and he's like, have you ever had an Alabama Hot Pocket? Oh, no. Uh, oh, they're so easy to make. All you gotta do is bust a grumpy <laughs> no. inside your whisker biscuit. He's like, so I'll, I'll bend down over you, I'll open up your whisker biscuit and I'll just bust a troll, brown troll right in you. Is whisker biscuit a thing? He's like, and that is an Alabama Hot Pocket. No, but is whisker biscuit a thing? I don't know, but I was not sure what an Alabama Hot Pocket was, so I Googled it because I thought he made it up. Uh, <laughs> no, that's in the movie. I didn't make that up. You didn't make it up. That, that's what he says. That's behind the yeah. scenes. Whisker biscuit. Don't Google it. Alabama Hot Pocket. Why would you Google anything that comes out of his because mouth? I, I would he was, not recommend because that. he makes shit up all the time, and I needed to know who's making this up. I don't make anything up. up. It's all real life. No, but seriously, whisker biscuit. Was that a real thing or not? Know. Yeah, whisker biscuit's real. What is that? It's a pussy. 
Think about it. I know, but I I never heard it before. I never heard it before either, but I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I'm on board. Uh, okay. <laughs> Whisker biscuits for everybody. Eat them up. Um, oh, my God. So the Colonel owns enough two... Enough is he, never enough. Colonel owns two radio stations, but alas, no cars because they use around 40 taxis to get to the radio stations, yes. as you guys already said. Yeah. Pay the drivers. Give them a 10% tip, but make sure you get the receipts. And finally, we have the return of Chocolate Chip Charles. Yes. And Mo comments that he never heard from the FBI. Kind of odd. And you mm-hmm. think Mo would put the pieces together, but he's not too worried about it. No. He's like, whatever. My boy's here. Chocolate Chip Charles. He's, he's happy they're reunited. And Sorvino's really uh, oh, he's suspicious of him. I will not allow yeah. this colored man to speak. And I was like, whoa there, Sorvines. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, back it up. Beep. 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 Well, and then the next po- next scene, Charlie and Nicole are by themselves, right? Right, and he's Charlie's like saying that he's uh, he's seen what's left behind after the yeah. stuff leaves a person, and then and she's he, like, "Wait, what do you mean?" Yeah, and he starts like shaking and like convulsing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, Charlie, yeah, yeah. Charlie, Nic- Charlie, you okay? Nic- well, Nicole takes Nicole takes know? Charlie into the other room to interview him, and Steph, like when we we're watching, she got real excited because she thought it was going to be like black dot com, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I'm on board." <laughs> This is the best scene. She got out part. her measuring tape and she's like slapping against her thigh. Yeah. She's like, I can't wait. She's like, hold on, Jess, hold on, is this black that comes? I was like, no, hold on, it's still, it's still stuff. So you just need to chill. Oh, but like, like, but like, what is he talking about? Like the shit that, that they leave yeah. behind? Because I, think he, I, I mean, yeah. I thought he was talking about how their bodies are like desiccated. desiccated yeah, and right. that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah but the. But, Okay, but okay, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. This is the best scene in the whole movie, by the way. Oh, it is. This, this is, is, again, the scanners. You're waiting until the end of it. Yeah, because it, he starts convulsing, and then right. his mouth starts to open really wide, Holy shit, the, and it's totally realistic. The transitions from, like, <laughs> the, 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 diff, the different, like, okay, so they have different bodies that they use for the different transitions. Right. The, right. They're not, like, the same at all. No. No it's consistency? Like, here's no. a pretty... All right, so it starts off, like, a pretty accurate, like, looking one. Yeah. And then they get dramatically more cartoonish yes till they just end up with this like sesame street looking muppet by and the then end it's green screen upon green screen of there's there's an awkward part where moriarty sees them sees her getting attacked and is breaking through what is a fake glass window oh, oh, but before we even get to that though i like when the blob erupts from the freaking throat yes of, yeah. of, of oh, yes, yeah. that kind of looks like a tongue yeah, but, but when he was right. talking about it on the freaking extras, he said it was like a glove. It was, and I was, a, like, it was, a, it was someone's a arm. It was, yeah. a, it was an arm puppet. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's pre- that's pretty cool. And then it, his it kind it, of shows it separates its head. It shows like yeah, yeah. fragments of his face yeah. and stuff right. like well, that. And then Jason walks in the room. Mm-hmm. Jason right? walks in, and, and then it's point. it's it's edited quickly, and then he's in the corner he's already pinned. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Mo shoots a cable, grabs no, 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 it. No, first off. Moe's trying to break the glass in the partition between this, I guess, the sound room and the interview room. And he hits it, and it breaks on the screen, but then he hits it again, even though it's already broken and shattered. Right, right, right. Because it's like a green screen and superimposed. And then he cut, He shoots an uh, electric shoots cable. A, by sh- right, by shooting it, it cuts a giant wire in half. Right. Yep. And, and then Sorvino hands it to him, and he electrocutes the stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, and, so, and it sets it on fire. And he exactly. makes an umbuga face when yeah, he's done. He, he does make an umbuga face. And he rescues them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sorvino, all right, this is the best part, guys. Sorvino gets on the radio, and he's like, we got to do this right now. This is out of control. And he begins to broadcast, and he's like, my fellow Americans, this is Colonel Sorvines. <laughs> One of the best sensations a man can ever receive is when he places his scrotes and stigs <laughs> oh my God. into a bowl of warm water. 
<laughs> and a beautiful woman places a straw in the ball oh. and blows bubbles under his <laughs> under his balls. <laughs> that is all. Oh my god! All right, I, I thought she was drinking the water, so bubbles are fine. <laughs> Wait, why did you? It would be better if you use milk because milk bubbles oh, are the also, best. Also, I wanted to mention that seltzer water. I wanted to mention. That's called a ball, ch- a ball koozie. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> and don't eat the stuff. Yeah. Then he hangs up. Is a ball koozie oh. really a thing? It's a ball koozie. Yeah, that's what that's what you do. Like Stuff how- does that to me all the time. Yeah, it's true. That's when I go to I, things. I like how it's got to be really. It's got to be like warm water though. <laughs> and you, you got to make sure that like they're floating pretty good, but- and then you got you got to make sure that she's that the girl's blowing some decent bubbles. <laughs> so it really feels like a ball koozie. It's just funny because like this whole movie is this whole build up, and then he they you know he gives this like you know speech to america and then it's just like where, everyone totally buys yeah, like where, every- it feels like where a normal movie would end mm-hmm. this movie went on for far too long yeah. to describe the ex the the i guess the uh epilogue of things in the street and then she's like and the people did believe and in the weeks that followed, everybody was making their own ball koozies. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it ended up being just like a commercial of her apologizing yeah for it happening and then meanwhile mo goes to talk to the old dudes yeah the ceo again yeah yeah there's more product placement there's like mcdonald's they they oh like, yeah because they show them they, show, they up blow the up one. they blow up one of the uh the, the stands the model yeah. mcdonald's is yeah. like next to it which yeah. i find i still find that crazy i find it fucking crazy yeah like even with the budget being a million dollars i find yeah, it, it was like amazing. between it's, it's the same it's the same to me as in pieces where there's wendy's product placement in a movie that was right but that's yeah. only yeah. But, but even wendy's is like lower tier at that time like mcdonald's is top tier like pepsi and cola top tier like that's not like sprite or oh, like yeah, they're, you're they're paying like, big money yeah, yeah. Like, i still can't and it's, a, and it's a movie about consumerism like unless that was just over the against, people's head you know? against your product yeah, yeah. so you yeah. think they wouldn't want to be i guess larry it, was like yeah. way smarter than everybody else at that time he's like i'm making a movie about consumerism but you're not gonna get it until <laughs> you get the vhs nah yeah. we i mean at least we learned our lesson against the giant faceless corporation entities that wish to fatten our bodies oh, and, sh- and drain our wallets and devour ourselves did 30 years later you know mm-hmm. um pass me a starbucks bro <laughs> <laughs> five dollars oh, oh, so yeah he shows up at the ceo's place and, the, and they're just like did you think that blowing up the quarry was going to stop us because sha-na-na, right this shit's coming up from the earth and then yeah. the guy that originally hired him to do all this crap is already in bed with this dude and he's like yeah bet you didn't see that coming he's like now we got this new product right here sha-na-ba-da-ba-da. Yeah, and he and puts they it down talk about it's gonna be rebranded as the taste the taste, um, the ball koozie version. Only contains 11% of the stuff, and the rest of the is dairy product, so it won't get a grip on people's minds mm-hmm. and, so and this turn them crazy and shit. Yeah. So again, where you think the movie would end after this like mock, this weird documentary yeah. of them like rebelling against the stuff, there's yeah, this no. weird dark portion where they're feeding the stuff to these guys. Right, well, because yeah, Jason comes Jason. walking in. Yeah. He lost his whole family well, no, to no, it. Moe's like, I bought my friend weird kid with me. And, and my other and, friend. And the guy's like, but he's just a kid. And Moe's like, but he's not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. The stuff killed his family. That's why he's weird kid now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see yeah. Donnie Darko? He's that kid <laughs> yeah. now. And, and then, then Mo pulls out his second friend, which yeah. is a, what is it, a German Luger again? Yeah. A Walther. Why is Walther, there always a, it's a Walther P38. Why is there always fucking like that kind of gun? Yeah. Wasn't that what it was last time when I said it was a Luger? Because mm-hmm. they look cool. Yeah. They don't That's really fine. look cool. It's just like it's always like a movie's gun. It's just a distinct gun. It's like so, yeah. always yeah, that gun. Yeah, he pulls his gun out and tells Jason to serve them. Oh my god! I the love- box he carries in is full of 
the stuff. stuff. I love when Jason yells eat at the yeah, guy. Yeah. He's like, eat! <laughs> it's pretty fucking oh funny. At first they don't want to, and then they're like, I'm on board with this. Well, they they just and the next yeah. scene, like they just show them like they've yeah. eaten so many containers. It's basically together. like and that's me, where you get the one catch. It's me. Phrase. It's me when I start eating pizza. That's what happens. Like I'll start eating one piece, and then it becomes two, mm-hmm. and then you start. And sweating. then by the end, if you look at that guy at the end of that scene, he basically like he throws a cup down, he looks at the ceiling, and he wants to kill himself. <laughs> that's me when like yeah. the pe- when the whole pie is gone, yeah. and then Papa John's comes in, he's like, enough is never enough. Enough is never. And then you got, and then you got the, then you got the line that Melissa said, uh, she said, which is pretty much the best scene, uh, line, or rather, in the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Are you eating it, or is it eating you? Right. Pretty cool. And then you hear sirens, and um, they say like, I don't know, here they come, right on schedule. And again, this movie could have ended here, right? And then again, we have like the black market, the stuff, right? I think that's cool though. You have the Stanley Stanley Tooch wannabe. <laughs> Steph loves that. Like, I love Steph's always gotta get the tooch. 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 Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. Someone needs to get a like a, a standy cutout of the tooch for Steph, so she can just like lay in bed and ride it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love the I love the unanimous. Yeah. That kind of happened. The tooch. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so people are like getting it on the black market yeah, and yeah. like oh, secretly it. eating. Well, it. I love this part though because he the Stanley tooch. He wanted to be. Well, he tastes it, and then he looks back oh, at his yeah. partner, and like he nods Coke. like, "Yep, this is yep, the real this deal." Is the good stuff. Yeah, real deal. Everybody, and then everybody's the, always got to do it with the two, two fingers. fingers. Can we talk about the quickest edit to credits in like five yes. seconds? It's yes. like, and no credits right yeah. now. Credits, <laughs> credits yeah. are happening. He licked it. Okay, we're fucking out of here. Oh, man. No, we yeah. have no room for that. Credits. I thought he was tasting it to verify that his eyebrows were like mm-hmm. on John Sutherland's level. Well, I mean, at and least he's like, and they're on John's level. On Shutter, the movie just immediately started too. What do you mean? Oh, they like the very beginning of this movie moves very fast yeah. as well. He's like, I'm walking in, the stuff is right here on the ground, and I'm tasting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that movie opened. Yeah. And the ends. Yeah, that's it. Enough is never enough. Never enough. But was it enough? Yeah. I think it was enough. All right. So I had um, enough of this stuff by the end. Okay. I did. Well, why don't we start with you, Jess? What do you, what do you rate this movie? Um, I will preface it by saying that I've seen this movie as many other fucking times I will say, many goddamn times. Um, many people have recommended us to do this movie. Mm-hmm. It is endeared by many people as it is by myself. Um, it is a Larry Cohen movie. I love Larry Cohen's movie. Not all of Larry Cohen's movies, but uh, Cue the Wing Serpent I like a lot. Return to Salem's Lot is a clusterfuck of a movie, but I still like that movie. Um, it's Alive. I really like a lot. This movie, I... Really enjoy this movie. It's fucking terrible, um, but it's really good, and a lot of things work with it. Uh, I, I'd give this movie a seven. Yeah, okay. I enjoy it. Um, I th- feel like for the time he did, um, Larry Cohen's like cool. Uh, he reminds me of like, um, and they and they mention this on the extras of the movie. He reminds me of like uh, Roger Corman. He's like a self-contained dude. He did everything himself. He like produced yeah. the movie. Financed the movie, right. directed the movie, wrote the movie, got all the people involved. In the movie. It's all him. It's like all his people. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, this movie, like, like they said in the extras, this movie wouldn't have happened any right. other way. Like, it's so freaking. Well, I think weird. that's important to say that, like, that's because their artistic intent is there. It's not fucked with. Yeah, and the studios didn't it's have like, a hand in it. Yeah, can you imagine if a studio had like their hand in this? They'd be like, "That's weird." Now cut that out. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. You need to have something. No, this needs. To I be mean, different. he wanted to. The only thing they really shot down, and he mentioned it in the extras, was that he wanted to have an ad campaign that was like marketed like a product, 
So you would see a commercial yeah. of the stuff and think it was real and uh, want to go to right. your supermarket uh, and, and buy it. His ideas don't um, always work. Um, I thought that would have been amazing. Yeah. I don't understand why they shot that down versus yeah. all the product placement that's in this movie that could yeah. be potentially litigious, but whatever. I mean, his ideas. Um, I think he's. I think this movie's way ahead of its fucking yeah. time. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, that marketing would have worked now, but I. I well, can that's see how, how they, in the eighties well, they couldn't do that. Let's be real. That's how they marketed the Blair Witch Project, which we oh, made yeah. that successful. Yeah. And that's a. Uh, it's a piece of shit movie but anyway the Blair yeah. Witch Project was marketed as you never found like what did you believe they found in the woods in Maryland right yeah. found footage right. and you've heard found footage before before this but the way they marketed was oh, that this is legit was real. Yeah. legit like yeah. so um, I think if he would have had someone uh, else involved to kind of steer him a little bit better he could have made it even even an even greater right. film um, I think too much was left to his control but that said it's still it, it, I don't know. It's there's some funny shit in this movie. It's a really, really shocked. good genre yeah. movie. Um, I love it. Yeah, I do. So what'd you give it? A seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Right. I'm sorry, I get lost in all the seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, for this movie, seven. I had to talk about it because I mean, I've seen this movie. I know. I've, I've, I've seen this movie countless times, and it is a movie I ran a lot when I was a kid as well. Yeah. yeah. John. Um, I really, really liked it. Um. The plot consistencies I really don't think matter. I think the, the characters are fucking amazing. And uh, it speaks to me on the level that George Romero speaks to me in terms of like, there's a subtext to it, but it's also a horror film. And that's something I can always appreciate. And it's an eight. Wow. It's one of, it's one of my favorite Larry Cohen movies. Yeah. I really like Q the Winged Serpent, but Q the Winged Serpent is, is, if you think this movie is absurd, Q the Winged Serpent is even more well, that's absurd. That's got some uh, questionable stop motion. Yes. In it. But, yeah. that, but that's endearing as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Melissa? Uh, six and a half. Yeah. Oh, I feel, I feel safe with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a six. Um, I enjoy it for a lot of reasons, but yeah, I guess it doesn't, doesn't like, grab me as much as like it does you guys you know like there are things i mean I, yeah. I i would watch it again like i enjoy it it's an enjoyable movie oh, yeah. it's ridiculous and i like that about it but um yeah i don't know sex it's okay bro yeah you're allowed to have your movies too i know yeah 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 so um it's time for me to announce my pick for the next movie Okay. You're going to do some build up uh, here? Yeah. Get some, get some, wait, drop wait. some clues. What was the IMDb rating? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 5.9? Um, 5. Yeah, 5.9. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we all rated it higher. Now you can proceed. Yeah. Sorry. Good job. Good, was, good, good job, Melissa. Good call, Thank Melissa. You. Unless there's a parent's guide, we all just should No, go. we're not. We're skipping yeah, that. Okay. It wasn't, wasn't good. Really, nah. Okay. There's not a whole lot of good stuff. Um, okay. So I'll give you a tagline first. Oh. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. I know what it is. I know. I think. And I'll tell you that it's a director that we've already covered one of his movies. Monkey shots! <laughs> Monkey shots! <laughs> Once there was a man whose prison was a chair. The man had a monkey. They made the strangest pair. Jeff, what is it? The monkey ruled the man. It climbed inside his head. Stop! And now, as fate would have it, one of them is dead. Monkey Shines, an experiment in fear. Rated R. Starts Friday, July 29th at a theater near you.
Yes. So uh, my pick is Monkey Shines. Oh my um, god! From 1988, directed by the one and only George, George Romero. Get the lube ready for that quadriplegic <laughs> sexy. <laughs> I love this movie so much. She's so excited to go. <laughs> oh my god! I thought this was Christopher Reeves in the movie the first time I watched. It. <laughs> really? I don't know why. I was not it paying might, attention. It might as well be. <laughs> it it kind of has the same uh, look. Bad. So, yeah. yeah, I'm super excited. That's a fun. It's gonna movie. be a fun one. Yeah. Yes. You've only um, been talking about it for fucking like yep. months, so just get it out. I know. I know. Just I should do monkey shots <laughs> every time we thought it was happening. Fucking monkey shots. Shut on vampires. Yeah. I know. Well, I, I love vampires. She was on a tangent <laughs> there for a while. I can't help it. And vampires again. <laughs> and Stephen King. I mean, they're yeah. my three. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well. Okay. Um, so also we have to pick a winner for a free T-shirt for um, iTunes reviews submitters submissions for the month of September. September yes. Yeah. So every month we do this, guys. Um, and all you gotta do, as Steph said, is write us an iTunes yep. review, and every month we will pick a new winner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Simple. And easy. Your, na- your name stays easy. in there forever until you get picked. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good to mention. Everybody says like, "Oh, we already did one," and then you know, yeah. Once yeah. they're once all in here, you guys. write one, and it stays in there. And if you get picked, yeah. you get picked. Three years from now, you could still win. Three okay. years from now. I'm Ten years from now. I'm mixing them all up. Twenty years from now. Oh, wait. <laughs> all right. Let's see. I got <laughs> one. Episode four seventy five. I got one. Um. Oh my God. Who wrote all these? It's so sloppy. John. No. Drewster beer. <laughs> I don't know what it says. What it? it definitely says Drewster. Okay. Drewster brr. <laughs> I didn't write that. Let me say. That's your writing stuff. No, it isn't. That's yours. That's not mine. Okay. Oh Dr- my Drewster. god. I know I write sloppy. I don't understand my own you writing. You just dug yourself. <laughs> I forgot I wrote these. Oh, Stuff's <laughs> <laughs> so like, who wrote she's, these? She's throwing shit what on herself. What a piece of shit. Some man. kind of fucking re-re if I ever saw one on oh, myself. Right. So uh, what are the rules again? They have to contact us. Yeah, you contact us. Listen to us. this episode. You'll hear your name, Drewster. Yeah. Um, and e- then contact us. Emails. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll get you that shirt. Yeah. And that's whatever name they used when they reviewed us on right. iTunes. Yeah. 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 So there's only one Drewster. I don't know what the last two yeah. letters are. BR. Drewster BR. Yep. Um, so yeah. That's you. You that, won. That's your iTunes. All right, guys. So um, if you've been listening, you know where to find us. We are on Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast, on Tumblr under the same name. Uh, Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. Our website is sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com. And on there, you can email us. Um, and if you just want to email us directly, sayyoulovesatanpodcast at gmail.com. Um, on our website, um, we have a new feature. You'll see a tab to leave us a voice message. Um, so do that because every other episode, we will feature these messages and you will hear your own voice and it will be amazing. I wanted to uh, mention real quick, I'm um, sorry, before we uh, get out of here, uh, Knoxville Horror Film Fest, um, those guys reached out to us about plugging um, their film fest, uh, number eight that they're doing this year. Um, they're um, at, a, obviously, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, you can go to their website right now and um, you know find out more information about KnoxvilleHorrorFest.com. Right now, they're doing an Indiegogo to kind of get it off the ground. Um, Indiegogo. Uh, it's a pre-sale campaign. There's lots of perks if you um, buy your tickets through it that way. 
Um, you know, the, if you can get admission and the admission includes uh, shirts, posters, a bunch of different perks that way. So go to KnoxvilleHorrorFilmFest.com. Um, this year for um, the Horror Film Fest number eight, they have the Phantasm Remaster that they're showing as well as the new Fan- Phantasm Ravenger. Um, they're also playing the Greasy Strangler. Oh my God, I want to see it so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're playing um, Sadako versus Kayako. I'm not familiar with that That's at all. That's the ring versus the grudge. Oh, okay. There you go. I was like, I don't know. I had no idea what the fuck God, Jessica, come on. And um, <laughs> and lots more. So I don't know what else. Um, but it looks pretty cool. Um, I've, t- re- touched, I've reached out to a couple of our listeners out, out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and they're going to attend it. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out, guys. I mean, try to support anybody that's doing stuff like this in your local area if you can, because I mean, stuff like that's really cool. We do the one out of here in Philly uh, with Exhumed, and it's always a really, really, really good. And this time. is how, like, not to be cerebral again, but this is how like these films stay alive, and how distributors get the rights to these films and yeah. sell them to you guys. So the more interest there is, the more of these films get made well these and these these things are not easy to put together no um, no it's uh, a cluster it's, it's a lot of work yeah. and it's typically these guys don't make any money out of it it's a passion thing that they do so support these guys william um i wish you the best of luck with it i wish we could uh he kind of reached out to us um yeah he wanted us to come out and he say, start, yeah. yeah he started uh listening to podcast recently and enjoyed it and i wish i could come out there but it was kind of last minute on our end for us to make it out there but maybe next year we can work something out and do it uh but check it out knoxville horror um fest and I also wanted to mention that we got the um, Stiglitz shirts in today. There's going to be a limited supply. And if once those sell out, if you want to get a Stiglitz t-shirt featuring Hugo Stiglitz himself in zombie form, holding a VHS tape of Say Love Satan in a graveyard decayed with maggots and worms. And it's fucking awesome. If you want one after they sell out uh, for the pre-order, you'll have to become a Patreon member, which will not be coming until January 2017. We will mention more details on that as information comes forward yes work in progress yeah all right well uh thank you for joining us for another episode of say you love satan because of the end of civilization the clamp cable network now leaves the air we hope you have enjoyed our programming but more importantly We hope you have enjoyed life.
Yeah.